We did end last week's session with Dara's death. We can come into it somewhat lighthearted because we did end it with him dying and after a bit of an adventure and that genius bonus clip plan a way to bring him back, probably. Which Just had to arcanely synth uh, synthesize a 5,000 gold diamond with a craft check of a 46 and hope Phrasma doesn't know the difference. <laughs> but it, yeah, it ended up working, though. So you had gone through, and because there's no way you were getting the diamond necessary to bring Dara back in Zemar. You had to take the risk. The, this is a problem for future party of getting back into Zemar again, which even with a teleport is still at least somewhat sketchy. Went back to Yonmus, put together that genius plan, combining his bloodline, natural magic, druided non druidic nonsense, and the fabricate spell, and ended up with a hodgepodged 5,000 gold flawless diamond. And once the chief enumerator of Yanmus, who was a good friend of the party, who they'd helped out in their time there, had finished his ritual, and Dara was called back to life, Phrasma at least noticed. Or, well, someone did. Because he didn't just get to come back, no strings attached. Before he left the boneyard, a psychopomp imparted Sir Rostam with a new divine purpose to destroy the psychotracks. So as he awakens here in the pulpit of the Temple of Abadar, under the chief enumerator's magic, with the rest of the party around and his clerics assisting, Dara is not sure what happened in the intervening day. I'm not even positive that's a word that he's necessarily heard before outside of one, one utterance. I was going to say by Anori, but that's not even true. By Siaran. From Anori's mouth, but from, from Anori's Ciaran. mouth. Back in the Palace of Birdsong. And as you awaken from your battle in the sewers, you don't awaken slowly or in a confused stupor like is somewhat standard of a raised dead spell. Your eyes jolt open and you are awake immediately. And though you don't know where you are necessarily, it, it will still take a moment to process that or even what day it is. You know the only thing, not the only thing that matters, but uh, your purpose, you have a, a manifestation. It is an idea that's been implanted in you and is now yours. You must find and destroy this device, whatever it is. That is why you are here. That is why you have been allowed to return. And that is the most important purpose your life could possibly serve. The rest of you see Dara awaken in an instant. His eyes snap open. 
and roll around a little in his head as he scans the ceiling and the people around him. He doesn't move immediately, but he's come to much, much quicker than Nell or Baylor in the past. But he doesn't say anything immediately. He looks less confused and more distracted, almost. Ara? I, I bolt up, and whoever, I, I whoever's closest to me, I push them aside, and I kind of dig through the people and try and find Inori. I grab her, and I grab her shoulders, and I'm like, oh. I've, and like absurdly, almost manic, staring at Inori, is like, I found it. I I've found it. I found my purpose. It is, uh, Maat has answered my call, and it, as Maat wills it, we must destroy what? it. So slow down, man. You, you were just dead. No, we must find it. We must destroy it. And I'll just go on and on. Why don't you, uh, why don't you sit down or something? You're, you're kind of freaking me out a little. And uh, you, you uh, notice uh, the clerics are... Uh, the chief enumerator is whispering something to one of the clerics briefly, and they look a little concerned. But uh, they don't intervene or anything. And I'll just sit, I'll, I'll, I'll stop and sit pensively to try and rack where I heard where I heard it. Because I remember hearing it, but I don't really remember where I am hearing it from, so I'm sure at some point I'll remember. <laughs> You're real quiet, by the way. Oh, am I? Yeah, but uh, I mean, you're still that, audibly. That just, that's a bit better, yeah. Okay, I think my thing was too low. Uh, so yeah, so I'll just kind of just try and remember where I would heard it, but I would go silent. I'm just gonna look around at the party. Like, did anyone else notice that? <laughs> the the chief enumerator would uh raise a hand, uh, just kind of cautious to you. But, like, wait a sec, but he didn't say, he won't say anything. Yeah. It's, it's an odd experience coming back. I suppose different people could react differently to it. Baylor, you would know this. Did you see on the other side? Did you also get a purpose? just gonna shake my head I had some unusual thoughts but no nothing like this divine experiences are inherently very personal whatever deity it is you choose to worship or even acknowledge Therasma is the mother of all souls she knows the innermost workings of mortal hearts and minds, and your time in her realm, however brief, can be an awakening or even damning experience. It's one that in your situation, Sir Rostam, given your reactions, I may advise counseling with the clergy here. I must speak with Bedor later. This is of utmost importance. 
you know, like water or anything. <laughs> I mean, I got my water skin. For now, you're weak. We can fix it a little bit, but it'll be some time before you're back to full strength. Yeah. Unfortunately, quite personally familiar with the procedure. Yes, uh, this resurrection process, returning a soul to a mortal body even after a, a short window of death, does take quite a soul, or quite a toll on your soul. I can undo some of that if you have the diamond dust, just as I did for you before, Sir Lamus, but it'll be some time before you are truly whole again. We came prepared. I have the materials. Very well. Uh, Sir Austin, if you will allow me. Yes, of course, of course. And he'll take the diamond dust that you had purchased on the markets as well. And once again, weave together a much more powerful restoration spell to cast on Dara and remove one of the negative levels imparted onto him by the resurrection. So you're only going to have one negative level. So that just reduces your max health by five and uh, reduces basically all your d20 rolls by one, but the sheet a lot will calculate that for you. You just got to do the health manually. I think it does the health, does it? Oh, does it? That's kind of neat. I actually didn't think it did. It does. Oh, cool. Because now I'm at 76. Oh, fair enough. That's why your token was at negative 10 health. I see. I didn't actually know it did the health part. Even cooler. But as he finishes that casting, uh, and Sir Ostom, if I may, I would advise you take some time to relax. I cannot relax. I cannot. We have a purpose. I need to. I need to continue this. I cannot rest. I understand, but know at the very least that our doors are always open. I I am forever grateful. Thank you so much. Is there anything else that you require of us? And he looks uh, around the Gribu now much more serious than he had been even before the body was raised. Like, this is more concerning to him than you actually bringing him a dead body. <laughs> Dara's still got... He only comes back at 11 health, right? Um, he... I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not 100%. I have to look up Ray's dead. I know it's a, a small amount, yes. Yeah. She get him physically well before trying to figure out what's going on mentally. And he could certainly cast a couple, like, cure serious wounds if you want. Oh, yeah. Well, currently I'm a negative five, so I should probably change that. So what do I yeah, come back with? Yeah, brings you back. You have two negative levels, and it gives you an amount of HP that's somewhere in here. Thought it was your level, but I could be wrong. Let's just go with your level. That sounds good to me. 11 health. <laughs> and then after you have a negative level removed, uh, your max would go back up, but you would still only have 11 health. So he can give you a few uh, cure serious or even cure critical wounds if you want. Because this this isn't like you've been beaten within an image of your life. This is just you feel physically drained and exhausted from this. I mean, you would probably have dull pains 
uh, from the, the blatant burning throughout your body. You don't feel great, but you don't feel like you were, you just got hit to 11 health. You're just like, wow, I'm dead. So we could even, if you want to give you a few lighter moderates, if you would prefer to, uh, but he can only offer, he needs to keep some. What do you want from him? Um, around, do I just say a number or? <laughs> not sure how much a critical thing was. Or like well, around how, critical. How big of a heal? A critical? Uh, like, I yeah. mean, only like 60 health or so. Okay. Critical. So let me <laughs> roll you a critical then. And with the most powerful, straight-up healing magic he has, beyond bringing a body back to life or cleansing poisons or any of that, he will impart unto you 28 health. He can't do that anymore because he already had to cleanse the poison of Inori as well. But he could give you another one a level below that if you want. Okay. Yeah. Uh, most of his more. second level spells have also been expended through lesser restorations. So well, it, we, that... we we waited until the next morning. Oh, this right. is the next. This is after that, yeah. right? This is the next. Day. He actually has all his spells, so he can do one more of the criticals then. Uh, okay. He can tell totally do another critical. Okay. And you'll get another twenty-two health back. Okay. At that point, that be good. yeah, you wouldn't feel much more than just sore, really. Sore yeah. and tired. Much obliged. Of course. I don't wish to be a burden with repetition, Sir Rostam, but you will do as you may. I still advise you in these coming days or weeks to try to find time to yourself, to reflect, to focus, center, pray to whatever gods you pray to, or perhaps even have spoken with. But, of course, it is not my place to interfere in your ordeals, and you are all fully well, more than capable of caring for yourselves. <laughs> Damn more so than caring for this entire city at this point. I'll be busy these next few days, but again, if you have need of me, call on me. We've taken up enough of your time for now. We should get out of your hair for the moment. I'm sure you have much to do. Do try to find some time to enjoy the festivities. You didn't Thank you. truly have an opportunity to enjoy Yonmas at its best in your time here, but mark its door. Today for celebration and happiness, revelry for the blessings and life that we've been given. Now, I do need to take my leave, but my acolytes here can help you with any other concerns you may have. Please, take care of yourselves. You as well. He would bow, and uh, with that, make his way out of the chapel. And I assume you probably following not far behind him, unless there's a something you want to stay behind for. I would like to leave and try to find somewhere more private to talk, because... Well, that's going to be at least a little bit difficult on Market Store. Yeah. <laughs> as, I, as he said, this is this is 
like Abadar Christmas. <laughs> Markets Nor is the day that celebrates the arrival of the first of the fall harvests into the markets. And it's been a major day of celebration since the dawn of civilization and religion, more or less. This is seriously Abadar and Christmas. The streets are filled with festive colors and decorations and revelry, celebration, dancing and singing, and all the inns and taverns you'd even want to go to are going to be equally full of merry patrons celebrating in their own way, possibly at the bottom of a mug. It's going to be difficult to find a place in Yonfis to easily talk privately without just leaving the city into the whistling plains beyond. Or, or, if the council's all out celebrating, is there anybody actually using the council chambers? <laughs> hey, you got an empty room, we could just... Yeah, like, exactly! <laughs> well, I suppose it wouldn't hurt you to head up there and ask if that's the plan we want to go for. You... I'm... Yeah. You Probably can... Just... Make your way up to the the hill in town and over towards the main council chambers. <laughs> or you'll be met, as per usual, by the main secretary, Gregor Hanbull, the older little halfling who's escorted you through basically every time you've come in. And uh, with a smile on his face and no more decorations inside the council hall than a small uh, silvered balloon tied to the corner of the front, the front <laughs> desk... He would hurry around the outside to gleefully shake all of your hands. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Uh, pleasure to meet all of you once more. Glad you could make your way back into Yonmas for Market's door. Uh, but, no, were you, were you seeking one of the councilmen? I'm afraid they're all out into the city for their, their various meetings, speeches. Actually, Gregor, not so much. We actually need somewhere quiet that that we can speak with each other. It's quite deafening out there and we've been called to duty once more we need to plan um and since everything's so crowded with all the ends and we were very unexpectedly brought here we could really just use a room for for an hour or so to plan well this, is this, that possible it hardly seems the the type of day but surely there'd be a back room of a tavern or Evans a brothel somewhere in the town that you could use. I, I don't know that with the, the, the counselors out in the town, this is... I mean, it really has, unfortunately, nothing to do with Yonmas. We have to be on our way, but it's sensitive information, and you can understand brothels and taverns not really where we need to be he, he right kinda now. He kind of wrings his hands a bit. Well, I, I, I do understand, and... Well, I, as well as the city, are very grateful for your, your contributions, but these are the, these are our... I'm just uh, going to kind of like, the our signet rings that we have, just be like, <laughs> are you sure? Uh, Please. Well, uh, I suppose there's no harm in using the council audience chamber for a, for a while. It's, uh... Just just a brief meeting to discuss a few things. We'll be out of your hair soon, I promise you. Okay, very well. Well, follow me. And then he'll lead you back upstairs to the uh, the mercantile council chamber. 
kind of, again, unsure of himself. Almost a bit tottering and tilting his head back and forth and some hmms and... As he gets there, pulls the belt off, a key off of his ring on his belt and looks at it and puts it in the door. And just turns it and says, all right, very well. Uh, if the uh, Baron or any of the councilmen ask, do I have business at the least that I can tell them that I can log in the, the town's ledgers? Oh, very sure. well, very well. Just, 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 just that we requested a room for a short meeting. I'm sure we'll be fine. It's... Of course. Um, it, it shouldn't take long, as we said. I will see to it you are undisturbed. Uh, there shouldn't be anyone here that is around too disturbed. The janitorial service staff all have their day off, of course, for the holidays. Uh, very well. Uh, it was a pleasure seeing you again. And you as well. Thanks, man. And nods and bows out and shuts the doors to the large oval chamber behind you and when the last time you were in here you had well the entire mercantile council earl mercondis and uh lieutenant tachar in here and now i guess lieutenant tachar didn't quite make it to the last meeting now it's just empty near silent and well mostly darkened uh, with a heavy curtain hanging over the only external window. Almost eerie. Well, I'm getting one of these fancy chairs and I'm pulling it out, <laughs> taking a seat and putting my feet directly on this table. <laughs> and I'm just more going to turn to Dara and be like, are you all right? Baylor, where can I find a cycle tracks? And, uh... Where where can I find one? Oh no no wait 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 wait. And I walk over to Anori and I'm like, Mister Sword, is there? You had you knew about a psychotrax, right? You said, do you know anything about the psychotrax? Do you know where I can find one? Slow down. Where did you? And you 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 would hear a stare in your head. We're just gonna. Go ahead and glaze over, Mr. Sword, but, uh... Yeah. Hmm. Where, where would he have heard that? I don't know, girl. But... Certainly doesn't bode well. Said something about destroying it back in the church, though, so, I mean... Maybe this is great. Have any have trust anybody to help us with this? Dara would be the person. Yeah, top three at least. Yeah, top three, easy. So, so Dara, um, where did you hear this? It is my mission. I have to find the psycho tracks, and I have to destroy it. That word exactly. You sure you heard it right? I am positive. Matt wheels it. <sighs> You, uh, know I've asked this before for various situations, but want to let me drive the carriage for a moment, girl? All right, sure. Go for it. I could use the brake. The noise sitting there, hands behind her head, kicked back, <laughs> feet up on the table in the Baron's chair. 
And with a flash, her eyes switch to something you hadn't seen since you first confronted Bartleby in the Palace of Birdsong. Ah, Mr. Sword. I need to. gonna go ahead and stop you right there. <laughs> One more Mr. Sword, and you're not getting anything out of me. Hello, Ciaran. So well, kind of you to grace us with your presence. Well, for once, I find myself caring about the conversation going on. <sighs> Feels weird to have a body. Didn't yes, really have a lot of an opportunity to kind of relish it last time. Anyway, where'd you hear that word? I heard it. I have a mission. I heard it while I was in, I don't know where I was, but it was a place and I got a mission to destroy the psychotress. And it was directly for Matt. And Inori just, Inori just holds up her hand and... Look, I don't know what name you want to put on this new divine purpose that's filling you or what the specifics of the reasoning are. I'm not particularly bothered, but... And uh, Nori kind of nods and looks up to Baylor, and all of her mannerisms are very not her own right now. She's, well, kind of similarly relaxed, but a lot more meticulous and deliberate, slower with their movements, even these pseudo-sarcastic gestures. I believe we've had a bit of conversations with the boy Wonder over here about so trying to do knows. just that. Well, maybe not by name, but it seems we're all slowly getting in the same wagon. We had, at least you all had, a brief conversation about the circle after... Our new friend, Jareth, Does this have brought to do it up with in the, the pool. Circle? Well, I'm pretty sure they're the ones that have it. Pretty Where sure. is the circle? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're going to have to kill Jareth to figure that out. And even then... I'm assuming... Even then. I'm not even <laughs> yeah. confident that he can tell us much of that useful oh. information, but it's certainly a step. Look... I am not going to complain about the further that we go together, the more everyone just kind of comes around to what I was trying to do in the first place. But this, this here is a project. It's not going to be simple, boy. It's going to take us some time. We don't know where to look. We barely know who we're looking for. And we've met up with Jareth, what, three times now? And been mentally or physically outwitted every one of them. And that's just a stepping stone. No. You're looking for the wizard's boyfriend's dad. Panavar. And where can we find Panavar? The quickest way to get to Panavar is to uh, usurp all his plans. They plan to use Pytherius as a, a, a puppet king. We, we screw that up. 
We don't know how to get to Panavar, so the easiest task we have is in Panavar to come to us, as far as I can tell. And if we mess up his plans enough, they just might get irritated enough to do it. So, here's the problems that we're up against. We don't know what we're looking for. We don't know too much where we're going. And Link 1429 and Etaware both just gave the GM villain points. So no. we got a real bucket of resistance stacking up against us. Are you sure they aren't like CRN points? Pretty sure. <laughs> I think those ones just get filed under at Nori. <laughs> But now the GM's sitting on a full stack of three. It's definitely not the time to go after Panavar when he's got that sort of power <laughs> behind him. Oh. Regardless, we've got one good step. And besides, it kind of points to him, herself. It's a weird situation right now. This particular body's got a vested interest in taking down Jareth. And well, if, nothing, it's, if nothing else, it's not going to get us further from firing the circle. Honestly, the bards I didn't doesn't seem half bad. Maybe you did get spy training before you joined this group after all. Maybe one of you does have somewhat of a clue what we're doing. They want Pytherius. They want him on the throne for their own reasons, and... With this note from Jareth, it seems like they're willing to go dramatically out of their way to make that happen. Up to and including often the Baron Azimar. We stay in the way of that plan, and we get Panavar's attention. Maybe that's a step. Any step closer is good. And I'm all for it, because it ruins, you know, Pytherius's life. Again, non-specific as to the reasons. Works for me. <sighs> Baylor, anything to add? I've made my thoughts clear on the circle. That he has. I never thought after a couple centuries of being stuck in a friggin' piece of metal, I'd meet anyone as eager to get rid of my brother and his treehouse boys club more than myself, but, eh, not gonna complain about finding the one man in Taldor who might care half as much as I do. What do you think, landless? I think our goal is still this Rakshasa. Gotta agree there. But that That's isn't a... going too hot, as far as I've seen, so... We got a better plan? Baby well, steps, the... mayhaps? Well, I mean, this time we can actually kill him, hopefully. I mean, that would be the plan. That's what he you thought last time, so the time times. before that, too. Yes, I mean, well... Throw Night hacks, monks. Go after the monks. True. Undermining a support network doesn't seem to be a terrible plan. We also have to worry about Nell. This kind of plays in Nori's <laughs> hand. I know, I know, out of my mouth, but still. Worst case scenario, we're out one chump. Best case scenario, maybe we get him and his fancy sword back. But for now, I don't feel like that's super high on the list of concerns. It is rather difficult to fight without him. 
You, maybe. You ever considered oh, learning yeah. to use that sword you carry around? I mean, I feel like I hit more than you do, so maybe, uh... I don't exactly get to <laughs> swing myself. Besides... Oh, mm -hmm. Maybe you should learn. It's almost the <laughs> double jest of the universe that I'm stuck in a sword this damn small. I was used to something a little bit bigger, but admittedly lighter. I never got to tell you guys about what I did back in the day, did I? Admittedly, not very familiar, familiar yeah, with Yeah, the alchemy at all. side of things wouldn't make any sense to you guys, but the moral of the story is... You think? I'm pretty sure you can do a good amount more with potions and tinctures than you can with this kid's regular grade magic. You got a lot more control over it, and mortal biology's pretty easily adapted. If nothing else, it's a lot easier to mess with when you're doing it directly with a, a physical substance. Ah, uh, nah. I just miss Mooncleave, I guess. Naming swords, whatever. I know, brother made fun of me for it forever. If you seen the damn thing, you'd get it. Glows like a full moon, and pretty sure they'd be the same size if you brought it down. <sighs> anyway. Do I have to gather body, or can we just, you know, do this for a while? This I mean, is neat. You, you gotta you admit. To... <laughs> I mean, I with all the feel like that's up to her, less up to us. I'm sure you could ask Inori in the future to work out a schedule, but we've got stuff we need to take care of now. <laughs> I suppose. Not like I have any particular attachment to this body. It's pretty small and weak. Wears its hair real weird, but still, after being a piece of unfeeling metal for three centuries, it's different, if nothing else. And now that I got a moment to kind of relish it, it's a little more enjoyable than I thought it'd be. You know, part of me was still hanging on to... I don't know. Finding a way back into my body, which I'm sure has been gone for, what, 300 years? But, eh, fine. And with that, immediately, the eyes flash again back to Inori sitting in an almost off-balance position, completely <laughs> unprepared. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> That doesn't get any less weird. Take your time next time. I'll say out loud. To... <sighs> I heard everything, guys. You don't have to fill me in, so mm -hmm. kind of just sitting at the back so you watching. Don't, you don't go into the sword, or no? No, it's kind of like I'm just sitting back it's, watching the whole thing. Yeah, it's kind of. I'd imagine it's kind of like if you get dominate person cast on you. Cause it, you know, it's the, it's not like a magic jar. You're not going into the sword. You're just he in takes, the back seat of the car. Yeah, you're in the back yeah. seat of your own car. Basically, <laughs> it is. You still would, I imagine, have all of your senses. You would still largely feel everything. You would still hear, see, experience everything. You just would have no control. I like that you still assume that I know what spells are. So you're like, yeah, it's like having dominate person put on you, and I'm like, yeah, it's exactly like jargle flagging. <laughs> Like <laughs> that sounds way different than what you think it sounds like. You guys think I wear my hair weird? Because I actually think it's pretty cool. 
just, I mean, I don't really have a style. It's just sort of wake up and shake. We need to get back bit. to Zemar. I... <laughs> <laughs> when this is all over and we're back in Opara, we'll go shopping. I had a comb a few years back. I don't... I... Well, we'll take care of it later. Just. All right. It'll be okay. I'll brush it for you sometime. So. Regardless of what we're doing, we're not even halfway across the country, literally the entire length of the country away from where we need to be right now. So how do we get back? The question is, where do we go back to? Do We're compromised, as we are. Do we send Zaylar another message and ask for new identities? and then go back to outside and try to walk back in. If or... we are getting the monks first, would they not already be in the sewers? Yeah, if we're going underground and staying underground, then there's no reason. We don't really even know where they are though, do we? We do now, yes. I trust myself teleporting into Zemar more than I trust myself teleporting to the outside. Okay. I'm more familiar with, say, the bathhouse, even though it may be more risky once we get there. Oh, it's man. more likely for the spell to work than the town outside that I only pass through one time. Okay. So, monks first, take out the support. Well, maybe we should also try and contact now again. See if he knows where he is or if he escaped. Running we haven't given up on him. <laughs> We're coming. Maybe give give the kid some hope. If he has so. already escaped, he would be very confused. If he already escaped, Zemar would be on fire by now. <laughs> How do we know it's not? <laughs> yeah, we don't. <laughs> you are across the country. Zemar could be on fire. <laughs> So what he could do, not buddy? have escaped, and the Zemar could still be on fire. He could probably <laughs> pull that off. <laughs> it seems to be his go-to plan. You ever get so lucky, the exterior wall of your prison just explodes for no reason? <laughs> <laughs> just no things. Arguably, yes, the upstairs did explode. Yeah, I mean, that's not Yeah, wrong. but that was you before know, you were in prison. That was before prison. So, party, what are we doing? What's the plan from here? Party except now, obviously. You don't count anymore. Teleport back to Zemar. I hate it when you say it like that, Baylor. I, I need to feel <laughs> a bit more confidence out of you. I mean, if we're going back to the bathhouse, I mean, we should... If we teleport there, we need to be ready for anything. Because there could definitely be hostels immediately. If there's going to be hostels, it's more than likely going to be the actual town guard. And then we have to decide, are we willing to kill innocent town guards? Which I am not. Overly, I mean, if it has to be done, it has to be done and there's no way around it. But I am not overly seeking to start killing servants of Abadar. I have a purpose. And it must be accomplished. Ooh. 
said said from somebody who's always like we should follow the law yet you would kill innocent Abadarians. i like but, the side of you dara not gonna lie but maybe i don't think you understand Gina. i have to find the psychotrax all right all right i guess we're possibly going to kill some innocent people all right then. Never stopped you before, Kahina. I mean, I was just trying to be the voice of reason for once, but apparently sanity and reason has left us. So, why the hell not? Let's go. We'll deal with the situation as it comes. We don't know that we'll have to fight anyone, and even if we do, we don't know that we'll have to kill them. Exactly. So. Teleporting to the abandoned bathhouse. I assume I'm check, letting the guy know. Yeah, we're <laughs> done with the room. That was that just was that was really. Are you just that was kind of what I was waiting for? Is are you just yeah. teleport out of this room and just leave poor little Hamble? Oh, no, we would never do that to Hamble. So no, you, uh, you go downstairs, let him know that you're done. Walk outside and teleport to the abandoned bathhouse. Mm-hmm. Okay, I really thought you were just going to teleport out of meeting chamber and it was actually going to be hilarious. But a few minutes and a spell later. Part Not even off. a few minutes. Well, uh, the spell I mean, cast. To go down, I mean, to go downstairs and yeah. tell him you're out and let him go and go outside and get everyone together and cast teleport. You're gone to somewhere. But where? Well, we'll figure only that the out dice can decide that. We'll figure that out in a second. Before we do that, we are going to go on an adventure to somewhere else. For now, stalwart, Ooh. groggy, and barely conscious is finally going to awaken. Now, friend, you are in a very different place than where you were before. You are certainly no longer unconscious in someone's, well, you don't really know exactly what that room was, but that's, that's not where we are anymore. Go ahead and pull us, actually. And it's going to be real dark. Pull us down to here. You awaken in a very small stone brick chamber. Uh, Circular, and it's clearly a prison chamber of some sort by the rows of manacles along the wall and three, well, relatively good shape prisoners chained up at different points, nearly evenly spaced as far away from each other as they can around the outside of the room. You are standing before about a five foot, eight, maybe six foot across round trap door in the floor, which is currently open and leads down 20 feet into a nearly pitch black oubliette, at the bottom of which you can see uh, 
body? Maybe just a pretty emaciated prisoner? Maybe a corpse they haven't had the opportunity to drag out yet. But as you're shaken awake, you feel a slap on your shoulder. And you turn around and you see once again this strange elven woman with the black skull centered in her forehead. Awake? Finally? <coughs> you could say that. Definitely been more awake. So what is this? This is Abadar's pillar. Prison, more specifically. None have ever escaped its walls. Few have ever been released. Well, I suppose you saved me the difficulty of getting in here. Thank you. If you think it is a place you will be able to escape, you are very stupid or truly misinformed. I am not sure which, but I must admit, El Stalwart, you are an interesting man. And what makes you say that? A wide variety of things. Particularly the Rakshasa's interest in you. Jareth has taken a shine not just to you, but to your entire group. And you and your friends were able to slay all but the leader himself, unaided. An interesting we man were. indeed. I just look pretty and wear metal. I'm not the interesting one. I wish to show you something, Sir Stalwart. And uh, she pulls on your shoulder to turn you around away from the oubliette and face her. And she bridges two of her fingers on her hand together in front of her and looks at them. Closes her eyes for a brief moment, and then in a flash, drives two fingers from each hand into the center of your chest. It's a quick jab, and makes you feel a little sore, but isn't an like isn't a punch. It's nothing painful. It's not trying to knock you back out or anything. And she sits there for a sec with her two fingers in your chest, her eyes still closed, in intense concentration, like she's focusing on something. And she's still just poking me during yeah, this entire... Yeah, her fingers are still touching your chest, but this is after the the poke. Now she's just pressing them against your, your, your bare chest pretty firmly, as you don't have anything on but a very bare uh, pair of burlap shorts now that you've been dressed in at some point. I'm just gonna look down look up at her just kind of waiting I, I, I was told I was being shown something she opens her eyes slowly stands back up puts one hand on your chest and kind of feels across it like she's feeling for your heartbeat or something and stops puts her hand back and nods yes I should do what was that exactly? It's a technique that I learned not from the Rakshasa, but from another master. 
He had a name for it, something stupid. I did not bother to retain. But I can explain the functionality of the technique quite simply. This strike, this touch, causes no pain now, but lethal pain later, if I so desire. These vibrations I have imparted into your body. With a thought, I can enhance at any time and will your heart to stop beating in your chest. You will die, now stalwart. Am I not already as good as dead? Perhaps in the eyes of some. Perhaps in the eyes of the Rakshasa. But to me, you are a very interesting man indeed. I think there is still use to be had from you, and I think it a waste of you and your team's talents to see you wasting away here in this pit. And she gestures to a pair of arrow slits on the outside of the tower, the only outward facing, or the only exterior ports in this tunnel, and it's hard to notice almost at first because it seems to be dark outside. The sun has set somewhat recently. It is early evening. The guards will be changing their shifts soon. Now, no stalwart, all that remains is to see how interesting you truly are. Abadar's Pillar is not only the most highly guarded castle in the city of Zimar, a military fortress unto itself, but the most well-guarded citadel and perhaps all of the inner seas. If you are useful to me, I believe it is not outside your capacity to escape, given the opportunity. And how does one escape such a fortress? In the courtyard, there is a well. This well supplies most of the French water, uh, fresh water from the Jalrun River to supply the guards in the fortress. The well itself is typically guarded, but during rotations and evening patrol, is left open. It just so happens, a maintenance team was in here earlier today, servicing the well, so the grate usually in place on its surface is gone. That well leads to the river. If you cannot make your way to safety from there, perhaps you were not so interesting after all. I believe you have some information that your friends have stolen from the Rakshasa. He's very displeased about it. But among them are the locations of a monastery beneath the streets of the city of Zimar. I leave you here, still breathing, unchained, unarmed, and this door will be unlocked. If you are as interesting as I believe, perhaps you will come to that monastery in three days' time, if you wish that heart in your chest to continue beating. Is there any way to undo the torture? I don't think I'll get out of here in my current condition. Then perhaps not so interesting after all. Now with that and a wicked smile, he turns around 
and opens the door to the prison, to which you can see a darkened courtyard stretching out well over a hundred feet between the walls of Abadar's Pillar with pairs and groups of guards patrolling around its exterior and exchanging places. Doors and stairwells dotted all around to access the inner parts and the gate to the Baron's massive keep and the huge 40-foot wide steps leading to its door straight across from you. With another word, he shuts the door behind me. What do you want to do, Sir Stalwart? I guess I'd like I, I have to try and get out, but I don't know that I'll be able to survive the trip. Neither does she. So we'll bring us back over to Abadar's pillar. Back down to the corner prison. The three prisoners here uh, chained up against the walls seem, well, awake enough at least, awake and alert. But whatever's going on here, they don't want any part of it. Uh, they don't say anything to you. They avert their gaze. The one on the western wall is pretending his hardest to be asleep, but he's very clearly awake. You are left... With what, four con? Five. Five con. Down and five 13 or strength. 13 strength. 15, you're not even at 15 health. You're at three. And nothing but a shoddy pair of crude pants. Shorts, even. <laughs> it didn't even give me full pants. Not, you don't even get real boy pants. They were slacking. All right, and Nell dies. So. <laughs> oh. Don't suppose we can have vision, can we? Um, let me go ahead and, for the moment, the easiest way to do this, I believe, will just be to give you all vision of Nell. Because I want to see this clown fiesta. All right, do you all see out of Nell now? Everyone yes. should be okay. Everyone should have sight out of Nell's token. All right, Nell. Leave that still open behind you, and a small, circular tower, about twenty-five feet across from side to side. There's but a single door. Two arrow slits add to Abadar's pillar's defense, but certainly would not allow you to squeeze out in any way, shape, or form. Uh, the out outer bit of the slit is at best 10 inches across. Hmm. Probably less than that even. It'd probably be more like 6 inches across. You're not getting out through those. Hmm. 
nothing to do but try and get out. I don't have time to stay here. Still the same day, right? This is the same day, yes. This is that night. So, you're going to open the door? Yeah. You open up the only door to the tower, and where you'd seen through and what now appears to be out another series of doors that are now closed. Uh, the inside of a very large and wide room. Uh, from your angle at first glance, uh, being able to see out straight into the courtyard wouldn't even look have looked to be a separate room of its own at all. Uh, it's pretty open, and you can hear voices around to your left outside the door. Do they sound faint or close? They sound like they're very close by. Uh, they're not immediately around the corner, but they're within 10 or 15 feet. They didn't do anything when I opened up the door? It appeared to, no. Uh, they seem to be having a discussion of some sort, and the voices are muffled as that they're looking away at something else. Which way did she say that I would need to go? Or did she not specify? Not really. Said in the courtyard there was a well. Fantastic. Alright. Oh, boy. I guess I'm going to get into the doorway and look around. So you move up into the doorway here to get a better look of the room, and you can see three guards. Uh, sharing the inside of this chamber with you. As you can look at it now, you see a spiral staircase ahead, uh, slightly to the left, that leads upstairs from the inside of what appears to be a gatehouse. Uh, more numerous arrow slits line the exterior western and southern walls of this chamber, and you can see uh, set into the ceiling a stone uh, cylindrical ridge uh, the seating for a chain above, perhaps. the per, Possibly even the main gate for Abadar's pillar. Uh, torches are set into sconces all, uh, sconces all the way around the outside of the room. And you can see up to the north end, the furthest guard is talking to somebody around the corner behind the stairwell. Uh, the two guards nearest to you are, well, sitting. One sitting on a crate and looking out the arrow slit back towards Zemar. And the others stand there kind of looking down at him with a grin on his face. And the guy on the crate at this point is kind of talking. It's Market's door. I requested the day off weeks ago. Uh, Lady Gowen had promised that I'd have an opportunity to finally spend the holiday with my wife and children, but a day comes around and, oh, shifts have had to be changed. We, uh, we need you to work that evening and uh, stuck in the station. Uh, you know, it, it just feels like, and the one standing up, it happens, man. It's, it's, especially with everything that's been happening in town. Don't you feel like it's important that we? Uh, it's you just want to be sad clearly you just want to sit here and be depressed about it you don't want solutions you just want to be sad is this spiral staircase up or down spiral staircase leads up all right well i suppose since everyone appears to be distracted due to 
untold festivities. I'm going to attempt to go to the room or door that is not past them. It's on the opposite side of the room. So I said towards the east. Yeah. Do you want to go over like around this corner is what you're shooting for? Yeah, the door that they cannot see. Right. Well, there's two doors over here they can't see. There's a northern and an eastern door. The up in the corner. Okay. The yeah. northern one. Fair enough. So as you start to move out, make me a stealth check. Now, you do not have your full plate on, so you don't have any armor check penalty. Yeah, I've taken all my modifiers off, so where is... You don't have any dex damage, at least. Yeah, there's stealth. That's a nine. Nine, that's a thing. Let me roll theirs. And they are very much not paying attention, and beyond that, super don't want to be here. So they definitely are at a penalty right now. And as you sneak through, as you really start to move, you try to move quickly, you immediately discover a legion, a litany, an entire encyclopedia of new pains you weren't aware it was physically possible to have. And it's impossible to wholly stifle a uh, grunt of pain as you start moving across the floor. And it also kind of stops you from moving really quietly. And with a nine, as you get across behind the corner, one of the guards, the one close to you, is standing up. You see him kind of turn and look back. And the one in the crate's like, and you don't even listen! <laughs> He turns back up. No, I. You hear that? No, the crate's like, there's nothing to hear. Look, you. If you if you stick your head in the aerosol, you can you still hear the music from town. Ah, oh, this is the worst. They appear to have gotten around the corner. I'm going to make sure to avoid the skinned part of the bottom of my foot this time while walking and uh, go over to that door and open it up. Alrighty. Now, as you open up this door, you once again reveal the site into the courtyard and those massive steps in front of you that you know lead up to the central keep. Now, through the doorway here, you can see what appears to be a, a walkway leading inside the walls uh, around to access various parts of the ramparts and just an extra wall between any uh, anyone that would attempt to get in and get into the actual uh, courtyard itself. And through the doorway, you can see another man. And this man appears to be of elven descent based on his uh, pointed ears and, well, fairly similar features to a younger, blonder Baylor uh, with a massive, uh, very embellished longbow strapped across his back, and you can hear him yelling out to somebody in front of him. Again, out to your left, as you would pass through this wall. If you were what? to pass directly out of the courtyard. What's he yelling about? That you can't make out from here, because he's yelling away from you, and, and although it's easy to think you're a lot closer than you are, because this map is ginormous, yeah. he's like 40 feet from you. He's yelling the other direction, uh, he seems to be in good spirits, though. Well, I will combat roll my way up to the next corner. 
not literally, but I got you. Who's trying I, to uh, peek out and listen? As you peek around, he has another grinning guard uh, standing a little bit in front of him, with uh, one hand on his sword hilt, a head cocked to the side, his other arm just hanging loose, and you can faintly make out a couple more voices yelling back from further around to the left. There's at least four or five guards out there. Fantastic. And the well, as far as I can see, does not appear to be around here. You know, she said it was in the courtyard. You can see a large portion of the courtyard, but not all of it. And you don't see any well. So, with the peeking around that I'm doing now, can I see that people appear to be talking and distracted? Uh, they look like it, but as you peek a little further around the corner, you can see that this pair of guards is coming towards you. Alright, I am immediately heading back down upon noticing them, and I'm going over to the other door that was to my east, and I'm going to open up that one. So, uh, as you walk down there, that's... Like, they're not looking your direction, but that is in line of sight of the I other two guards. Stealth again, I guess? I mean, I'm just saying. You, you made your stealth check for them. I'm, I'm just saying. Okay, just making sure. They can see you from here if they turn yeah. around. Yeah, I'm just doing this nice, quick, and quiet, getting away from the other guards. I'm going to open this one and then close it behind me. Right, and you open this door leading into what appears to be the mess hall. Uh, a long chamber with a variety, uh, more than a half dozen of 20-foot-long tables surrounded with seats and benches, uh, able to seat a massive amount of soldiers and guards from the Abadar's Pillar staff. The only door that leads out of here looks like it is on the southern end. Yep. So as you slip inside and go sure. to uh, hear the door, Oh, as you go to close the door, you can hear the voices of those two guards that are approaching now ringing down the hallway. And the woman in front, oh, but there's always food left around in the mess hall, you know, there's some scraps or something. Worst case scenario, we to serve it from the kitchens. They're coming here. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and close that door behind me on the way in. Okay. And I see my one way out. I'm going for it. You shut the door behind you and quickly make Straight your to this way door. across the room to the one <laughs> southern door that you can see. Go in as fast as possible to get out of here. And you open this into another small little tower. Stepping inside, it just seems to be full of rarely used boxes and equipment. Uh, a few baskets that look like they have costumes in them and uh, sets of extra aprons and cook's clothes. But it doesn't look like the room is used very frequently. All right. I'm going to close that door behind me and immediately fish out a servant uniform. If there's like cooks and, and servant uniforms here. Yeah, as you close that, you you hear the door you just came through into the Great Hall opening as this closes. So in there, no other exits, nothing but a pair of arrow slits facing out over the Jalrun River to the south. 
you fish through for an outfit. Does anything that I can find to be convincing, something that covers up the majority of my body. Well, so you have some time it. to fish through here because you're kind of stuck until the guards in the Great Hall decide to leave. Yeah. So, let's go back to that teleport. <laughs> the group of you want to teleport yourselves back into a bathhouse in Zemar that you've been to a few times but aren't terribly familiar with. And as we discussed last session, that is quite solidly a scene casually. So, Mancha, Baylor Landless, why don't you give me a D100? And remember, on teleport, high is bad. High is bad. That is a 100. Oh, wow. Boy. What? Wow. Okay. You know, you're a poor cow. Oh, boy. How is that even possible? I it's didn't like four weeks. Four. Oh, did you say roll a D100? How about that I just lay a 100 on the table? It is a 100. And in my years of tabletop gaming, the second ever 100 that I have seen rolled. As wow. the spell finishes and you all are teleported, you can immediately tell something is wrong. Uh, the four of you are jolted and twisted and take eight damage. And roll me a d20 plus 80. So that is a 95, it's, it's which bad. is... It's good. I don't know what he means. <laughs> With a 95... Please put us in the middle of the circus. Please put there's us There's a few seconds of this brief blinding pain as the spell goes wrong and you are shunted to somewhere else somewhere similar to the abandoned bathhouse but not the abandoned bathhouse you arrive to an area filled with bright colorful lights and streamers uh, in the middle of a crowd of people to a stage where a smiling man that none of you recognize. I went. I went oh, with you. Him. You I, went with him. No, I you know exactly where we are. That Kahina would recognize. <laughs> addressing uh, or standing next to a much larger man that none of you recognize. Uh, bald, wearing armor. Colored with a, a mixture of the color, seals of Zemar and the red of a different house addressing the town. And his voice thundering out 
across the crowd as bards play music throughout the area. And despite, I've said once, and I'll say it times a thousand more, Taldor and Zemar are strong. Let this day, and at that, and you would arrive, and as you flash in, disoriented, groggy, and in pain from whatever had happened as this teleportation had gone wrong, causing a commotion in the middle of the crowd. What do you want to do as you arrive and realize that you are standing in the middle of the one of the most populated areas of Zimar in the middle of a holiday as the Baron of the city is addressing the town's recent troubles? It's a pretty similar area. And they said it couldn't be done four weeks in a row. Okay, here we go. All right. What do you want to do? What is your response as you arrive in this teleportation? Long live Taldor! <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> Put arms around and drunkenly start to stumble away. Just start singing shanties. <laughs> None of you are in disguise right now, are you? Uh... Uh, I don't think we want to put on disguises. No, I think you're all in your normal, your normal outfits. <laughs> so Wait, didn't I die in disguise. We disguise like a physical thing, as to like it's like makeup and a costume and stuff. So I mean, mm -hmm. at best you would be in it at half disguise at this point. That's like needs to be redone very badly. Okay, gotcha. So this commotion ripples out through the crowd as the five of you kind of wink into existence in the middle. Kena calls out, drawing uh, more attention to the group and some of the various nobles and more upper-class citizens that could get into the Bath of Diocletus gasp and make room and try to stumble away, unclear of what's happening. Uh, this catches the attention of a nearby guard. And he starts to... Excuse me, pardon. Push his way through the crowd to see what mm -hmm. the disturbance is and see if he needs to intervene. Mm -hmm. No. He hasn't quite gonna... seen what's happening, but he's coming your way. That's fine. That's fine. Because they're all here with me, and it's a new day. So we're getting the hell out of Dodge. We're going to appear 870 feet somewhere else. Where is somewhere else? You need a specific destination to mention, Dor. We, we are in the bathhouses, like in the, right in the main. Me, yeah, let me take this to the map of ZMI real quick. Uh, let me bring us over yonder. You are in the Bats of Diocletus here in the here. center of town. Awesome. That's exactly your, where uh, we need to be. Your bathhouse is over yonder. About two dimension doors away. That's okay. We just need to kind of get towards the Adobe District while skipping the Pike District. So I stayed in the Anvil District uh, at my inn. That's by your so, range. Yeah. So why don't we, like, my, I think the inn or something was around here somewhere. So why don't I um, we mention to ever mark one rum side here is where the majority of the anvil districts m's and ends and whatnot are that's oh. that's the major tourist area which is ah. just as far as the bathhouse from here well then i guess we're heading 
somewhere closer to that. Right, so just somewhere you've walked through, somewhere you've passed somewhere. through in the outskirts of the Anvil District, mm -hmm. outside the Adobe District. Fair enough. We're just anywhere Not, but here. But here. <laughs> whoosh. So with a swoosh of the the best cape in the history of Pathfinder, uh, once again, the cape of the mountain bike. Happy market store. Happy, Happy market store. Whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> the mentioned doors. The group of you back out as quickly as you as had arrived. And out into the streets of Zemar. Outside where, well, there's less people. Definitely less of a crowd. And you're arriving, what, early early evening? Would this be near, this be the afternoon or the evening? When exactly is this you getting here? I guess. Seem, we didn't do too much. Yeah, you didn't do it. You had morning. to search around yeah. for a bunch of gems. But if you're going out and trying to sell all of your various like ten thousand gold worth of things, well, we we did a lot of that the previous day. That's yeah. true. That's actually true. So it could be fairly early on in the day. It could be like let's say early afternoon, like one p.m. ish, uh, and you teleport out to a well, a, a very busy city street, but the outskirts of the Anvil District here, uh, when you arrive, you startle a few people around, and some people look at you funny. But otherwise, you... Happy market store! <laughs> appear to be okay. For the moment. So I'm gonna... Are there any, like, alleys around here that don't look so populated? <laughs> I mean, the city is, of Zimar is huge. And the Anvil District has a lot of uh, various interconnected shops, uh, taverns, uh, storefronts, and various... Build uh, like just commercial buildings. There's a lot of space between them. Yeah, a lot of areas you can dart into. So you appear in the middle of the road and just dart off <laughs> into a corner, out of the way, somewhere else. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, Dara does at least, and then we're gonna take liberty yeah. assuming everyone yeah. follows. Follow the military men. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, is that we're probably m less conspicuous as our actual selves than we are. If we were still dressed as we were, that probably on every wanted poster in town. Probably true. So, then what? So, to the bathhouse. Time to run. Um, not run. Not run. Brisk walk. Brisk walk. We still do have several disguises um, that we could use to get there. Safely and separately. Not enough. Yes. And we are kind almost of like enough. Middle. Of and we would have to stop and put disguises on. We need Just to get. Go. I mean, we are in a dark alley. As we are not a dark alley. Not but we are in an alley. Just walk, Dor. Just, just go. And just, you, uh, just walk. So, <laughs> almost pushing you along. Keep going. Come we'll on. You make your way. We've important an important meeting to make. You make your way back through these streets, out uh, through alleys as much as you can, out towards the Adobe District and out towards the abandoned bathhouse. And as you, you trying to look inconspicuous, so you can't exactly stop and peer around every corner and be like, "Any guards? Okay, come on, guys, it's good." That's that's way more likely to get you in trouble. I mean, if you're trying to just mm -hmm. risk walk, we have places to be. It's market's door. We're busy. We have things to yes. do today. So, 
and as you turn discussion along the way yeah turn around a uh, corner uh, and make your way up near the edge of the adobe district you would hear a voice behind you hey hey turn around stop and the group of you would see a pair of zimar's guards um, these are the Sentinel tokens, because that's what I have. These are not the Elite Sentinels. These are the your standard plate and chain uh, wearing guards walking around with one of the Vault and Chain Templars. Uh, one of the uh, Both the guards have their weapons like sheath and everything, obviously. One of the guards has what appears to be a large sausage and a bun in his hand, halfway in his mouth, as he turns around equally as surprised. And uh, the other one is picking through what looks like a small bag of pieces of candy or chocolate of some sort. And the Inquisitor is the one who is turned, pointed to you, and is already reaching for his crossbow. So however it is you choose to handle this, roll me some initiative. To the music of bard snow playing throughout the city in the distance. <laughs> These guys are very distracted, so their initiative is just going to be whatever they roll. <sighs> this guy has actually noticed things are happening. He gets his initiative bonus. Uh, one off? There it is. Okie dokie. You want to uh, take that there, Ten? <laughs> yeah, let me do that. Alright. I kind of figured that one probably didn't want to stay. It's uh, gonna be um, a 19. I can do that twice a day now. Alright, now, fortunately, Inori, the, the group of you as a whole largely are the first to react to this because, well, they are not exactly on their A game right now. Uh, the Inquisitor is reaching for his crossbow, not entirely sure who you are, but pretty positive, and the two guards are literally eating food. Just turning around like, what? <laughs> what is he upset about? What do you do? Uh, I will turn around and face them. And I'll be like, oh good, I was looking for the actual, the, the, the vendor's stall for the, the sausage, just like that actually, where did you get that? I was looking for those. <laughs> I don't know, diplomate. That, that sounds pretty bluff to me, my dude. Okay, whatever, bluff. That's that's like the paper example of a bluff check. And that's a uh, 19. Okay, pretty good. Uh, let me just, for my convenience sake, roll his synth motive now. Because I'll... Uh, the guards kind of look at the, the one guard eating the hot dog. Looks at the Inquisitor. The guardian of the candy looks at the hot dog. <laughs> and the Inquisitor seems undeterred. Well, that's like a... We'll say that's a move action. He does not appear to be stopping. That's it. I'll just, I'm just... I'll stand just here. just like a move action. So if you want to do anything else, you can. I'm just... You don't have to, obviously. Usually everything I do is pretty hostile, so... All right. Baylor. <laughs> 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 my magic's more for blowing people up. 
Kina, you're on deck. I've got a really bad idea. Oh, God. Awesome! What is it? I am going to, as I turn around, focus, reach out the limits of my magic. Oh, no. Grab hold of the so world. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> going to grab hold of the world and grind it to a stop around me. Okay. Time stutter. And as you reach out to the pinnacle of Chronomancer technology, and you use your magic to actually just halt That's awesome. the passage of time for a moment. Get one full round to yourself. And during this frozen time, I'm going to take the full length of it to cast a spell without them seeing that I'm casting a spell. I don't really know where this is going already. Failar. Do you know where it's going? Failar. Oh, boy. Failar. You can't. I mean, you can, but okay. What do you do? Oh my god, are you kidding? He leaves a full round's worth of magic into this spell while time is halted for all but him. And summons and behind them. a Vant Psychopomp. Oh my god. And I am going to, like, no one has seen me cast this spell. No, time was stopped. You, uh, well, what kind of a thing is Time Stutter? Is that a spell-like or supernatural? Or... It's... I'm pretty sure it itself is a spell-like, so they saw a brief spell cast. Uh, I'm pretty sure spell-like has no verbal or somatic. Ah, right, well, they'd see you do something briefly wizard-like, but you didn't cast, like, a big spell or anything as far as yeah, I can tell. Yeah, but I, I'm going to turn around, and I'm going to point at it and scream. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? And as time comes back into, uh, uh, into motion here, bard music stops. <laughs> And screams absolutely ring out through the streets. Kahina! <laughs> I'm gonna lend some credit to the man and be like, Oh my god, what is that? <laughs> and, um, yeah. I, I just... Oh, uh, what is your psycho... I mean, he actually, he summons in so far. What does he do? Is he just gonna stand there yeah. menacingly? <laughs> Yeah, draw the scythe menacingly. Oh my god. <laughs> what does the psychopomp do? What do you mean, what does the psychopomp do? He pulls out a scythe and looks at him. No, doesn't pull one out, man? raises his hand, and it appears. It. He just pulls his hand up, and a scythe appears in his hands, and he holds it. And uh, Kena is going to lend it as much as he can. What a scream. Yeah, I'm going to... Get this out of here. Yeah, uh, it's... 
like, oh my god! And then just, I uh, grab everybody again! Because I've still got the standard! Hold on, I'm pretty sure there are, like, saves they have to make right now. These guys definitely have to make fear saves. <laughs> Man, a fear. That dude's afraid. That dude's hella afraid. This dude, uh... The Templar makes it. But these two guards... Uh... Not looking too good right now. I still have the standard. It's time to adios back out of here. Well, you, uh... So you're gonna walk walk up into the middle of everyone? Here. Be like, come on! We're out. <laughs> oh no! A psycho pump! Damn it! <laughs> ah! I was just gonna teleport again, <laughs> and uh, you you disappear just in time to see the hot dog. The the, the the man's hand around the hot dog clenches and squishes it, and the hot dog in the man's mouth falls out and drops on the ground. As a Templar turns around wide-eyed, and you're gone. There was a wave of the banner. Okay, we're gone. This is fine. <laughs> this is fine. We're fine. Uh, nobody else with me probably thinks this is fine. Because no. yeah. for all they know, another no, psychopath just yeah, appeared no, to the attack The party us. also no. would not see, see him yeah. summon that. No! You had no idea. But very easy, another psychopath turned up by the guards to come a hunt, and the kid's like, oh god. And I just so worked everybody out. Nope! Nope! So we appear do. wherever we are, and I'm like, I draw my sword because I'm ready to fight another psychopath. I'm like, what's going on? And, and then you would here. arrive now just outside the. Uh, at this point, you're mostly way to the bathhouse, so you'd arrive inside the bathhouse. There was a psychopomp! Where? Is it coming for us? Is it going to kill us? What is Don't worry about that one. What do you mean don't worry about it? We are very we just went to Yadmus, we just came back from Yadmus, and now there's a psychopomp. We're gonna have what to do help you mean, those don't worry guys about it? that thing. I I'm just gonna kinda of rub across my chest where my scar <laughs> from where I was cut in half by one is. Be like, that was mine. That was your distraction? A psychopomp in the center of the city? Is there that thing are. still going to, going to attack them, even though not you're gonna, gone? It's not going to hurt anybody. It's a real one? <laughs> is it an illusion, or is it a real one? So your question of, is it a real one, is no. Your question of, is it an illusion, is no. <laughs> Are those guards in mortal danger right now is, is where I'm kind of at. It, it's only going to be intimidating. So the summoning school of conjuration. Uh, okay. Not saying you... no. Baylor opens an, uh, a textbook and begins oh, to explain how conjuration We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. Okay, I, I, we... I did not call a psychopomp. From the boneyard here. I merely created a magical approximation of one in order to serve as a distraction <laughs> while we could get away. <laughs> okay. I. All right then. Okay, so monastery? Because I feel like we would be safer fighting monks than out on the street. 
Well, back now that you've arrived in the bathhouse, bath uh, you don't. Does it, it doesn't appear to, be to here. have been ransacked. It doesn't look like it's been ransacked. Uh, looking around, uh, making making perception checks, but nothing even appears to be out of place. Uh, there's no looking guards here waiting for you. It doesn't look like anyone's been in since the last time you were here. Twenty-seven. Uh, yeah. Twenty-one. Not. <laughs> Twenty-nine. Uh, yeah. Looking, looking around. None of you. None of you out of the ordinary. Well, a twenty-seven and a twenty-nine. Thirty-four. Okay. The thirty-four, <laughs> Valar. You would actually notice one thing out of place. There is one more box here than when you left. Oh! K-Dust! I would point out the box and be like, K-Dust, is this you? Hello. Hello, K-Dust. tried to go back to old egg box. But there were large, angry man ghosts flying around in poop box. So I came back. Oh, well, we understand. I'm sorry you didn't get to eat the giant snake. It is okay. I found window meat. Well, that's good. You're going to have to explain that one a bit more. <laughs> it is. And uh, the tongue comes out of Kados and starts kind of dragging the box down. And again, Kados just tumbles into the empty bath and drags closer towards the entrance and then starts indicating in the rancid water with its tongue. Here, it is window-colored meat. Oh, the, the, the thing we killed. Yeah, yeah, you can kind of see through it. Yes. Window-colored oh. now. That's, that's neat. No, window isn't a color. There's no color because you can see through it. I <laughs> well, we hope it was at least slightly tasty for you. I did not think meat came in window colors. I have only seen it in blood color <laughs> and also green. Mm. Well, you, um, we're happy that we could kill you some window meat so you could have some window meat to eat. You anybody also by? did window meat? Yes. Window meat tried to eat us, so you... we killed him so you could eat him. You are friends. <laughs> friends bring so much meat to old box for k -Dost. 
That's what friends do, Kados. So, has uh, anyone been here recently that you know of? The Is other guy with that I transformed into that looks like that. The guy with the metal shirts. He has been here. When you were here. Oh. Since you've arrived back, have you seen anyone? No. Well, that means Nell hasn't told them where we're at yet, so that's a plus. We should probably check and see if he's alive, at least. Did uh, you wait. find more friends? Yeah, a few, actually. Yeah. We yeah. need to get one of them back. Okay. All right. Uh, want to send something to Nell? Currently, in, in the time frame of things, You're this is conscious right now. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't I have... sure if this was the next day or if I was still unconscious. I'm unclear how sending works if the target is unconscious. So, uh, are you going? Let's just start with: Are you going to try to cast sending? Okay. Yeah, I would try so it. You, uh, you, I don't know if you have it prepared or not, but you prepared if we you got need the to. Wand. And, oh, you have the wand. Regardless, you spend the 10 minutes casting the spell to send a magical message out towards Nell. And the spell doesn't fail, but you get no response. That's how I'm going to say that works. Yeah. I'll tell everyone he's still alive, but unable to respond however he is right now. All right. Well. Maybe that is why he has not given us up yet, but can we just appreciate that he has been there for a while mm -hmm. and for what we know Jareth can do. Either he is brain dead or more stout than we gave him credit for. Well, I'm all for killing some of Jareth's backup so that we can go get Nell. So, shall we go hunt down the monastery? If we're lucky, maybe he'll be there. Oh, maybe they took him there. Can't imagine Jareth would be stupid enough to take it back to his house. He was. Well,. You've expended a lot of resources today already. You know, I've expended a lot of resources true. today. Well, Tina's also used her yeah. Cave of the Matter Bank and her uh, Dimension Door on the standard. She's used both of her item Dimension Doors. Mm -hmm. So, And you've also expended a lot of your actual spell resources today. Are you wanting to head back into this? I mean, it is fairly early in the, in the afternoon, but are you planning on heading back down to the sewers today? I mean, I'm going to leave that up to... Baylor, because I do not want to be caught out in the sewers again. And if he hasn't given us up, then we may be safe here. Maybe we tried later and see if he's awake. 
And I mean, I don't know how many sendings we have left or if you can prepare one for tomorrow. You gotta do something. We can't just... Well, this there. wand only has... 46 charges left. You have a so... lot of sendings. Oh. You have a fully charged wand of sending. You have a lot of sendings. Well, then rest here and... Not have a way from when we were in Merat to find things. Were we oh, when we were looking for uh, Isyarin? I used a scroll that I had. Oh, a scroll. Story of Baylor's life. Don't we have something for this? We did. <laughs> did have something. Well, <laughs> we could locate have person. Spell <laughs> that exists. Locate creature. That's what it is. Spell that exists. That would be nice. <laughs> Are you saying we should disguise? Someone should disguise and attempt to go buy this. So I would, don't know how well know that would. Go. That even if you could get a scroll of locate creature, uh, it would be it's not terribly expensive, but fairly expensive, and it's only got so much of a range. It's going to cover a little less than a quarter of the city, assuming he's still in the city. So you would not only have to get the spell, you'd have to either get irrationally lucky, or you'd have to spend the, probably the better part of an hour walking around the city with yeah. the spell on, well, waiting we for know, it to go off. We know two general areas that he is. He's either in the old manor or with the cult. So I do not feel like it would be out of the realm of possibility to find him. It would be iffy to raid something and not have him there. Well, I mean, even if he's not with the monks, still taking out the monks takes out Jer's support system. You said it yourself, though. Taking down another faction without Nell could prove to be a bit challenging. We're down a guy, technically. Mm. I mean, we might be able to, but it's... It's just, I was just, it was just thoughts. If you think we should rest, we can rest. I have not spent any resources today, so I just have arrows. You also just came back to last life. 30 minutes. I am ready. You were dead this morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good for, I'm good. If we've not been given up here, we should just rest and try to make contact with Nell. I feel like that's going to be the best course of action. So, unfortunate as it is, there's no real reason to rush blindly forward and make the situation worse. So, if that's the plan, doesn't sound like a horrible idea. You just spend an evening maybe periodically casting Sending and seeing if it lands. Or just hoping, maybe, through his inexplicable luck, Nell just frickin' shows up. And who knows? Maybe. That happens. <laughs> but let's take a break first Good. real quick before we... Uh... I believe we have us an adventure to continue. A very specific one-man adventure. Uh, sneaking around through Avadar's Pillar, kind of hoping that through his inexplicable luck, 
he will continue being alive. Now. That's me. When last we left you, you were in what appeared to be a storeroom of Abadar's Pillar. Oh, it's not pulling because I'm on the gym layer. Roll 20 mechanics. What appeared to be a storeroom. Kind of trapped because a couple of guards had come into the dining hall uh, shortly after, uh, during the guard rotation, shortly after sundown to try and find some food. You dug around in some boxes and uh, there appear to be some extra servants' uniforms, aprons, uh, even what appear to be a couple of backup costumes for bards or jesters or some kind of a performance troupe. Now, what are you what are you looking for? You want to look for a cook's outfit, just a, like a cleaner, the janitor's, a general servant? Well, based on the knowledge of who would and wouldn't be allowed to walk around in a fortress, I'm probably going to go with janitor. Alright. So you have a pair of a fairly thick overalls going all the way up into your chest that you slip into, made of a very, very sturdy uh, leather and cotton multi-layer, and a, a jacket over the top of that, and along with that what appears to be a small green uh, cap. Not entirely positive that's part of, part of the disguise or if, uh, part of the uniform or if it's just an identifier or, or what, but it's with the rest of the janitor's clothes, so you, you set it on. There isn't much in the way of actual tools here. Uh, there are some amounts of basic supplies. There's some lanterns, there's some rope, uh, a couple flint and tinders, and a few flasks of oils. You know, like torch oil. Yeah. A uh, few assortments of different soaps and linens. But what kind of pockets do I got? You have yes pockets. This is a janitor's <laughs> outfit. <laughs> All right, uh, I think flasks of oil might be in in need here. Okay, so you grab a couple of. Uh, they're not so much in flasks because they are in small, like almost water skins. And you no, can, I'll, I'll grab one. Yeah, you can take a, one of those and fit it inside one of the larger pockets in the jumper. And that's pretty and much the after, most useful thing I'm going to find here. After 15 minutes or so, you hear the door open and shut again to the main dining hall. And you're pretty sure that those guards have left. All right, and we roll a disguise check when it's relevant, correct? Roll a disguise check when it is relevant. All right. I'm going to go on ahead and uh, open up this door. Again? Reveal the great dining hall of Abadar's Pillar. Now once again abandoned. Gonna go on ahead and close that door behind me. No more business in there. Yeah, just gonna try and keep everything as much as we'd left it as physically possible. Still only the one door out to the west that leads back towards your prison that you're coming through. All right. We're going to take a plan here from the training from the Lion's Blades. When I'm in a place where I shouldn't be, I got to act confident as if I have a purpose and a place to go. I'm just going to go on ahead and open the door and go to my place I got to go. And so you open up the door to the mess hall 
and still see that one card <laughs> sitting there on the box by the arrow slit by himself. But he's no longer looking that way. Uh, he's now just kind of sitting there sideways, just gazing kind of listlessly at the floor. And now, here's his door open, and he turns and looks towards you. So, roll me a disguise check. Twenty. A twenty. He just kind of nods his head, raises his hand, raises the hand for a moment, and tries to look a little bit more alert than he was. <laughs> yeah, I'll just say evening, sir, and go about my business. Head on over to here. Evening. Head up to the top door. I'm closing the doors as yeah, I go. Uh, just, that's that's the the most yeah. intensive <laughs> part from a running the game perspective. Yep. That's <laughs> And opening another door out into the courtyard. All right. And I will just start walking down this hall. Just kind of going along. Uh, there would be less guards in the courtyard now. But you can see that uh, the elf with the longbow is standing there discussing something with uh, that guard. As he hears the door open here now as the night's become fairly quiet. He turns and looks. And uh, looks at you and narrows his eyes a bit. Like he's uh, trying to make out who you are, not like he's suspicious. Like he doesn't recognize you, really. And he uh, calls out to you. Hi! Lad! First sec. And I would just keep on walking as if I hadn't heard him. Because as far as I'm concerned, I'm a janitor. No one's here to talk to me. And, uh, like, literally, as if I didn't even yeah, you notice. Literally, you literally just keep walking like you didn't hear him. He comes back around the cor uh, corner again. Oi, servant lad! Uh, d yes, sir. <laughs> I didn't realize you were talking to me. My apologies. Thanks to you. You lost? The first day? Uh, a bit, yes. What are you but, looking um, for? Well, the the mess hall was over there, and I thought that if I came out here and went down the hall, I'd be going off towards more servants' quarters, but I, I'm lost, sir. Make me a bluff check. Twenty-two. What did, what was that dice? That was a fourteen. Fourteen. Which is very. Common. It was hidden under my stuff. I couldn't see it. It kind of. Looks up and down at you. Straight ahead into the hall. I advise you shape up, ladder sergeant arms, and have your head. It doesn't take kindly to new hires wandering around the fortress at odd hours of the night. Yes, sir. Thank you. Don't thank me. Make sure it don't happen again. It won't. And heads back out here and say, as I was saying, though, this last. Uh, <laughs> 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 Yeah, so I'll just continue down the hall. And he said straight ahead, right? Yeah, he said the door straight ahead at the end of the hall. <laughs> That's where you're going. So you continue along. And yeah, when you get to about there, you come out, you would see a patrol of a pair of guards. One wielding a torch. 
Both of these looking a bit more serious than most of the guards you've seen so far, walking away from you, uh, patrolling around the outside of the courtyard. And around the corner there, in this southeastern bit of the courtyard, right outside this doorway, there's a well uh, with a large grate with an open square hole about a foot across in the center for lowering a bucket, leaning up against it on the side. And these, oh, wrong, wrong modern. these guys are just patrolling, walking away from you up towards the north. Well, I'm going to walk right over to here, take a look around both corners and see that no one is uh, standing here. And as you as you do and look around, the door behind you opens. And you briefly see uh, what appears to be a very busy little chamber in here. Little bees floating around doing their assorted jobs. And a fairly large and well-built lady at the doorway with a sooted, uh, very sooty apron. And you can hear the sounds of banging of hammers and a wave of heat as the door opens. And she comes out and just shuts the door behind her. Well, I would turn around and uh, nod and I would ask is it this door or that door? And she would physically push you aside. I'm your way, food whelp. And continue up into the courtyard. Works for me. And up towards this door, which she would enter and close behind her. All right, I'm just gonna go back over to here, look around. It appears no one. Guards would be a bit further away, realistically. And from here, you can see the hall of the courtyard. Uh, although there are numerous windows and turrets up through the main keep, which is this area here, uh, to the northwestern side across the courtyard from you, where the stairs lead up to a massive set of double doors and another door on the side, this keep rises up three stories. Uh, the rest of the walls and the area surrounding only go up to a second level and ramparts with patrols, and you can see torchlight moving around up there beyond. Uh, these staircase further, further on the far northern side here, has two gilded engraved doors with a massive set of scales across them and a domed roof that the ramparts curl around. I just had an idea. How much oil would you say is in that flask? Uh, about a pound. Okay. That wouldn't take very long to just dump out on something, right? Well, it's not a flask, so if you had something to cut the flask open, probably not. But just pouring it out of the nozzle would take you a good 20 seconds or so. I mean, it's not meant to come out with great ferocity. Yeah, but I'd like it, it will not take a terribly long time to empty this device. No. All right, fantastic, because I'm about to go swimming and I want to fill this with air instead of oil. Fair enough. That is, in fact, a good idea. So you... Not right here. <laughs> Start dumping oil on the floor of the no. courtyard. No, no okay. I'm, I'm just going to crouch down and quietly empty it out where it's not going to splash. And you just slowly... Take 20 seconds and pour out of the oil and squeeze it all out of the flask as well as you can. 
and end up with an empty leather sack, which could work as an air bladder, largely. It doesn't need to hold much, just anything helps. And I suppose I'm just going to go for it. Seal this thing back up and... uh... Yeah, let's take a peek around, see what the guards are doing. Still just on their patrol. I'm moving around, getting closer to the chapel on the far northern side now. All right. I'm going to walk over to the well. To walk up to approach the well, no one immediately appears to notice. Looking down, it's fairly dark. The sun has set. You have the light of the moon and torches set around the uh, inner walls of the courtyard. But the surface of the water looks to be a good 20 feet below you. Alright. I'm going to climb in, hang down over the edge, and uh, drop in. And so... I guess that's uh, no further popper circumstance there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't Rush have time to sit the around and wait. Below. And now, as you fall down, even hanging off as far as you can, it's a pretty decent drop. And in your current state, after all, you know, the torture and the not getting healed, it's a. Uh, oops, that's the token page. That's not. Right. <laughs> and, uh, after all the not getting healed and the torture, you certainly are in no real sh- uh, shape to be trying to do any of this, and this wouldn't feel good on the best of days. Mm-hmm. But you plunge into the water. What's your con? Currently, my con is five. Alrighty. So, let me double check all this and make sure I have it all right. Hold your breath for number of rounds equal to twice your con score. So you can hold your breath for 10 mi- rounds. You have one minute. You can hold your breath underwater in this well uh, if you only take move actions. Yeah. Which uh, you're going to be doing because you're swimming and like double moving is still a move action. There's no real problem there. As soon as you splash down to the well, the water's well uncomfortable, but black inky black you can't see where you're going at all you just have to dive down into this in the middle of the night completely blindly hope that it leads somewhere to either die here or die down there fortunately the well water is at least calm but the well is about Eight feet across, wide enough, and the walls are slick stone and a thin sheet of algae that you can't really get a grip to help pull yourself along. So you just have to kind of awkwardly paddle through this fairly narrow, dark tunnel and feel your way where you're going. Ten rounds. Make me a swim check. All right. 22. Okay. That's good. Now, you can move half your speed so you can get 15 feet down into the water with a turn nine rounds if you swim check that's gonna be a session re-roll mm. 
I say three on the die. Yeah, that's a nine, which I believe is a fail. A nine is, in fact, going to be a bit of floundering. Mother. And do another three on the die. So as you. It's the dark, I'm fumbling. As you start going, it's pitch black. Underwater, you have virtually no senses but feeling. It's silent, other than the slight movements of the water from what you're doing. It's completely pitch black in all directions. All you can do is feel these slimy walls and try not to get turned around. Eight rounds. Actually, I have insight. You do have insight. You can uh, you can spend. Did you train swimming? No. I'm going to use two uses. Yeah, I'm going to use two uses of insight. Add a d6. Can't fail it. All right. The T's of insight down. Uh, you flounder for a minute, but then think back. Your training didn't include escaping Abadar's pillar from a well, but it did include some contingencies, and the waterworks in the Undercity are a major part of Zemar. Some amount of how these may be arranged or what to look for, uh, if you did need to navigate them, would probably have been included. But thinking back to that, you focus and continue. Eight rounds. Maybe a swim check. 30 feet of progress. It's a 20. After that 30 feet, there's a... You hit a floor. Which, since you really have no sense of what way is up anymore, really just feels like swimming into a wall. But the well tunnel bends in a direction you couldn't possibly fathom at this point at a 90 degree angle and starts going to somewhere. It is away from where I was. And that is all that matters. And you make it 15 feet down this junction. Seven rounds. You've made it 45 feet. 18. Six rounds. You've made it 60 feet. 21. 75 feet. Five rounds left. 15. 90 feet. Four rounds. 24. <laughs> that was kind of a scary dice there. That was a, that was a spooky play. <laughs> but that's a 24. To that point, you have made it 105 feet total down this tunnel. Uh, three rounds remaining that you can even continue to hold your breath. You are starting... To Starting to get a burn. Maybe, maybe have some growing concern that perhaps you are not that interesting. How much would it be to to gulp up the air that's in that sack? Uh, if you want to try to take a breath out of your bag, uh, I will give you two rounds back. So instead of three rounds left, you have five. All right. Let me a slim check. 19. Right, that's 120 feet that we've made it so far. We've been paddling in complete darkness with absolutely no senses for almost a full minute now. Four rounds. Let me a, let me a slim check. 12. With at 12. You finally see the light above you. It took some time, and you almost don't even notice the light. 
so much as you just notice that you are no longer in a tunnel. The tunnel ends. As you look around, you find yourself, well, fairly far below the surface of the water on the northern end of the fortress, just swimming out in the Jalrin River. And to give you another perspective here, you can go to the map of Zemar, where you can see where you're coming out. You are just in here, right outside the walls, uh, in this nook. There's no docks. There's nowhere to climb up. Uh, the ground below these castle walls here is just sheer wet rocks and reefs. You're still a good ways below the surface, and your lungs are burning. Yeah, I would be going but, straight up. Alright, so you make me another swim check. You're still quite far underwater. A ten. Ooh. As you get out into the Jalrune, the water becomes much swifter. It moves a lot more freely. It's a lot harder to make headway even just up with how exhausted you are. You flounder around a bit. Don't make any I'm progress. feeling some of that lion blade training guiding me uh, for a 14. 14. It's just barely not enough. The Jarun is one of the strongest rivers in Taldor. It is like the main tributary. Even in the alcove that i'm in yeah i'll give you in this little alcove as you get out of the pipe because i wouldn't imagine a ton of water comes this way well the water washes up it's even worse here because this is where the water hits it's flowing south so this is where it hits the north end of the castle so it's not yeah. so much that you're trying to go up it's you're trying to not get slammed into the castle wall and die is what we're trying to avoid here you make i'll say a move action a progress so you have two rounds of breath left one more swim check will get you to the surface that is an eight you can't possibly hold your breath any longer you are at the end of your abilities here the surface is so close but you have to focus on keeping away from the razor's edge of the growths and the barnacles and the stone below the castle. Tell me a slim check. 20. <laughs> With a 20! <laughs> With a 20! On his last bit of breath. Dumb luck. No. <laughs> Breaches the surface of the water Whew. just outside, gasping for air. Whew. Oh, that's. Barely making it through the 120 foot tunnel and then up to the surface. I was not. When we went into this. There's a very real chance that you were going to die unceremoniously in the well tunnel. There was a very real chance. And you're not out of the woods yet. As you get up, you're still I'm not struggling. not in the woods yet. You're still struggling against the current of the Jalrin River. 
and you can see the wet rocks behind you and the waves pushing up against them, looking deceptively gentle, but you are aware of how hard they're pulling. You can hear voices shouting and see torches moving quickly on the ramparts behind you. Someone in Abadar's Pillar has realized something is wrong. All right. What are my options as far as like the land and everything around me? Looking around you, you can see the northern docks and the northern docks, the upriver, let me double check which was which. One of the docks was pretty much off limits to the public and I actually don't remember which one it was. I examined the northern docks. That's not what I, th public. I thought the northern docks was the publicly available one. Uh, so the northern docks are the public docks and they're 100, 200 feet away from you out to the northeast. Uh, everything else around you swimming west would be just towards the front of Abadar's Pillar and towards their drawbridge and east just out into the river itself. Uh, the, there are walls, city walls, surrounding all of Zemar, and there's no real way in that you can see immediately apparent any direction other than the docks. I think my best bet is to get under the northern docks. Okay. So let's do this to see how fast you get there. Why don't you just roll me... You can just machine gun them out real quick. Five swim checks. We're going to beat DC 15 on three of them is the goal. Uh, that's three of them. 25, 16, 15. 25, 16, 13, <laughs> 10. Exactly 15 on the Not last one. Not even close. Wow. Not even pass, close. Pass, pass. Fail, fail. <laughs> pass, exactly. Exact DC. Not even close. <sighs> How? <laughs> Never punished. The dumb luck. Oh. It's nothing but the dumb luck. Look Nels at the numbers. Inexplicable luck. <laughs> Look at the freaking numbers, chat. 25, 16, 13, 10, <laughs> exactly 15. Wow, that gun around recently. You paddle oh, as God. hard as you can up towards the northern docks and right i am pushing every last it, bit out of my body i can get you're weakened you've been tortured you're exhausted but you are going with all the power possibly more than your body can safely muster right now as you near that dock you see people coming out just as you get a decent distance from the pillar up on the ramparts of abadar's pillar with 20-foot poles and lanterns hooked onto the end, lowering them out over the walls down towards the waters, uh, looking around the outside of the pillar. And you are just far enough away to blend into the night. Now what do you do? I want to get under the docks first. I have to get up onto the land where the docks are built and rest. I have to take a five-minute breather and come to my senses. Now, in a city as big as Zemar, 
even on Market Store, and especially on Market Store, because the holiday Market Store celebrates as the first shipment of the Fall Harvest coming into the markets. The docks never really close. There's a lot of lanterns and torches lit around the docks, and there are still ships moored, uh, unloading or loading cargo, or even readying to have off into the ocean, into the river to head back towards the ocean to Absalom or whatever they're wherever they're taking their uh, their cargo. And as you start to get real close to the docks, unless you, you you have a choice, it's very apparent people are going to notice you if you swim up close enough to the docks to get underneath them. Unless you have an idea to do something to stay out of sight, swim underwater. You can swim a ways underwater, but. The deeper you get, it gets reefy and rocky and jagged, and it gets risky. Uh, if you want to stay on the surface, you'll need to make me a stealth check to try and avoid notice. If you want to go underwater, you'll need to make me a swim check to avoid taking damage from the sharp rocks and the barnacles. You have three health. Three health, no rerolls, and a dream. You want to try to Have I pushed my luck far enough? Is the question. What do you want to do? What would it be to go across the water? Like swim across the Jalrun River? Yeah, like I don't have to go fast. I just have In to let the river. State, almost impossible. It's yeah, a, fair. Like it is a huge and powerful river. It will, that's almost certain death to try to swim across the Jorun River in your current state. Not to mention that will wash you back past that Earth Spiller. Yeah. Surface or underwater? I'm gonna have to risk the surface. Ready. Make me a stealth check. 18. That's pretty good. So you try your hardest not to, you know it's dangerous to go underwater, so you try to keep your swimming concealed, almost like doggy paddling, keeping your limbs under the water <laughs> to just have as small of a profile as possible. Uh, almost like face down, barely on the surface, trying to just be a dark shape drifting in, furiously stroking mm -hmm. towards the docks. I'm trying okay. to appear as if I was a crocodile. <laughs> I don't know if that's better. Well, but... they just kind of slowly piddle across the surface and pretend they're a stick. I'm just pretending. I'm embracing. pretending to be a stick. Yeah, I'm embracing my inner stick. So, with an 18 stealth, you make it in up to the supporting beams at the edge of the northern docks of Zimar, seemingly unnoticed. Now, underneath this deck, doesn't appear to be much in way of good places to rest. Uh, the rocky edges of the western banks of the Jalrun River seem to have largely continued. Uh, this area was carved out to have the docks added, so there's no gentle sloping beach or sands underneath the docks. They're yeah, jutting out from the base that of I the can... walls. There are pointy rocks that you can lay on. Anything just to get out of the water for a minute and just rest. 
And so you pull yourself up onto that shore, and I mean, uncomfortable as it is, it's being out of the water and being able to relax is going to feel phenomenal right now. And I mean, you got the pretty heavy-duty janitor outfit on, so now it's doing its job. Yeah. You can lay down yeah, the pretty rocks, this. and it's slightly less uncomfortable. I'll just put the uh, the oil flask under my head like a little pillow. <laughs> you take the air bladder that gave you exactly the <laughs> amount of rounds you need to get yep. out of water underneath your head and just lay there. And just revel in the fact that you are alive. The first man to ever escape the Avatar's pillar. As you lay there, you feel your heart skip a few beats and you can't catch your breath and for a moment searing pain flares through your chest before it continues normally a little twinge of reminder well what is your plan El Stalwart? I have to get back into the city. I have to get back to the bathhouse. I know I didn't compromise myself. I know that that's still the only location where I can meet up with my friends. But first I have to find a place to sleep. First to sleep. Well, <laughs> what's your plan you have some janitor's clothes and an empty flask yep. of oil uh, you don't have any money so you couldn't stay in an inn or anything where you're at in the city let's just hop back over to Zemar map real quick you're just across the anvil district from the undercity entrance really I mean it's across the city width wise but it's much more of a long tall city and it is a wide one and it's evening what is your plan i could even though i know i shouldn't attempt to swim up into the baths of diaclitus however you say it because I did see that it has a connection to the sewers in the river. That is the thing you can try to do. You are <laughs> exhausted and trying to swim upstream. The You're trying to swim up to most of Zimar's city's inlets. They're like up here on the northern end. Because they're above where any of the outlets would be happening. So you're wanting to swim... As far okay. as you have to walk okay. through the Never city. Mind. Yeah, you're not like I didn't close realize to it that. was that no. far. The outlets start under the docks. The inlets are all way up here at the northern end upstream, so they're not pulling in the garbage water yeah. the outlets are putting out. That is a hell of a swim. Yeah, that's not happening. Alright, I have to get on the docks, get some dry clothes, get back in the city. So you wanna just climb up on the docks from down here? 
Yeah, I'm sure there's ways to get back up. People. No, there definitely are. You can. There's a, there's several. There's numerous ladders for you know safety reasons because yeah, people yeah. fall sometimes. And uh, as you pull yourself up on the very southern end of the dock, a pair of sailors that are currently busy loading cargo onto a fairly small little sailboat notice you coming out of the water, and eyes wide immediately, literally drop their crates of cargo to come help you out of the water and up onto the docks. Uh, it's a fairly lithe woman and a relatively large, dark-skinned man. Both wearing similar cheap uh, loose-fitted shirts. And they and uh, the man with the bandana tied around his head, nodded in the back. And as he mostly hauls you up onto the, onto the dock, you're soaking wet in this like janitorial, like this, this worker's outfit, yeah. really. With nothing but a flask of oil in your pocket. And he looks An empty flask. <laughs> he looks you up and down immediately. Uh, oh, you're all right, lad. What happened? I see. We go overboard. And down near got washed past the docks. Yeah. There's a little too much to drink. I was over there. I fell in. And he, uh... Pointing obviously yeah, towards the northern toward, end. North, northerly, pointing northerly, and he <laughs> just kind of looks at the woman and she shrugs a bit, and he lays you down, and on the dock. It's all right, take a take a rest for a moment, but uh, perhaps you shouldn't be doing any more work with ships tonight. You need to sober up a bit, lad. That is a little too much for me. Hmm. And the woman starts to uh, kind of check you over a little bit. And she... How long were you in the water? Uh, get us, the lad's nearly drowned. You're in terrible shape. You need a, a warm burner doctor. Where do you live? Are you nearby? We can help you get home. Uh, the... And I would say the name of the, uh, could you pull up the map again? Because it's, it's on the map. I don't remember the name of it. Oh, the uh, Rumside? Adobe. Oh, the Adobe District or the taverns you were staying in? Or the one, staying of the, in? one of the specific little buildings over there by the abandoned bathhouse. Uh, the only ones that we have is Sunrise Spice, the warehouse. Yeah. The Sunrise Spice warehouse. Yep. I was okay. going to say uh, right across the street from there. It's alright, we can load this. We can load this lot in the morning, it's okay. Uh, get us. Uh, he hunkers over. Yup. It's alright, lad. And he, as he looks down at you, and kind of also takes in all the little cuts and everything all over your body. And you are not in good shape. You have like five strands well, and five gone. You are they like can't visibly. See. The mo they can't see the majority of my body, but they can see enough. Like, and yeah, you are like visibly not well. At oh that yeah, point. absolutely. With that much stat damage, even as you come out of the water, he can tell you are very struggling, hurt, and struggling. And he picks you up, throws one of your arms over his shoulder, and walks you back into town, up towards the Adobe District. Uh. So, party, 
you were deciding to rest for a night, right? I had something I wanted to be working on through the rest of the day. Okay. Talked about it before. Trying to take the old ID of the woman who was stabbed. Tayamalan, yeah. Yeah, and altering the birthday on there to make it look like it would be like she would still be the same age now as she was. Yeah. Yeah. Add however long she's been dead years to the date of birth. Okay. Uh, So if you're trying to, you have a fully done thing. You're a fully usable set of identification papers. You're just trying to change a birth date. Yes. So roll me a linguistics check. And I would ask Kahina for some drink. <laughs> I make some. I make some drink. You want to cry me some wine? Some purple. Some purple drink. <laughs> yep. I'll cry you some wine. And so she will use her magic as she has so many times before to cast tears to wine and give you something that just helps you focus sharpens your mind and assists you with tasks such as, you know, felonies. Forgery. <laughs> Forgeries. And then roll the That is a 42 you on linguistics. Stupid and I hate you. That was an 11 <laughs> on the die. Ugh, I saw everyone to know. He rolled an 11 and got a 42. You gave me a ring that gives I me know. a plus 5. I know. You're, you're, this is this what is your a... artifact is good at. Like, Nell and it, and, and Dara have super combat kill murder artifacts. Your artifact is this. It may not be as flashy, it may not get as high of a kill count, but it is. I stopped very putting strong. points into linguistics. I was running out of languages to learn. <laughs> <laughs> I know every spoken language on Galarian and most other planes. <laughs> So, uh, you feel like it is no trouble. Like, that would pass an inspection. That would would pass high order inspections. Like, the only way that's going to be noticed, you are fairly confident, is if somebody took it into an actual, like, lab and spent days actually testing and dissecting it. That is going to pass absolutely any check lesser than that. No one's going to have any reason to suspect this is fake. So what you're saying is, is I have a Tayamalon. I have a Tayamalon. <laughs> Shut up, I'm Tayamalon. <laughs> so, you're the only one that can be the Dwarf King. Or the, not the, uh, the Halfling. So I guess I'll just go ahead and change the name on the Baroness and we'll just use the same token. <laughs> and I'll just change that name. Well, I can also do, we've got the Healer too. You do have the vagina healer. You have a couple. Well, of yeah, but I, nobody else can be the halfling. <laughs> I mean, Dara takes some penalties. He takes like gender swap. Is all it really takes for mm-hmm. going with healer. And Nora could be uh, well because I can be the uh, Carl. Yeah, the, the farmers. farmers. That's true. You can be Carl. Baylor can be, be Tamalon now. Uh, you can be the halfling. Nori can be mm. the healer, and then you just don't have a personality for you know. The guy who's not here. So, it's all good. All four of you have new cover identities that aren't blown yet. So I was just getting used to being Cadonia, too. 
I never technically really was her, to be honest, but... And, uh, you would... hear Ciaran in your head. You know you're allowed to enjoy cosplay without your life depending on it, right, girl? <laughs> Why do you always have to have these quips? Just saying stuff and you always gotta attack. Very mean sometimes, Ciaran. I swear, if I knew you in real life, I'd probably punch you. Well... I just want you to understand that I am a sentient piece of metal that has literally no other joys left in my life. That sounded to me like you might have had one. Mooncleave, I believe you said? That's a sword. Don't get too hung up on it. Yeah, but still. I mean, I trained my whole life around a sword and the importance of one. I didn't realize you had any background in such a thing. Mooncleave was the the masterpiece best thing I ever created I made the goddamn mistake of messing with this what did he call it this the soul crucible yeah what could Jared not pronounce psycho tracks that too hard for him to say maybe with the accent he had dumb little foreigner mouth yeah look I spent my life studying alchemy. And it's interesting, but you don't make a whole lot of exciting things, really. Now, Mooncleave. That was something. Truth be told, I guess I was never super great at swinging swords. Not my thing. But I found out the bigger you make the sword, the easier it is to have it solve problems. I was a fan of a more of a sharpened paddle than a rapier like you Taldens like. Well, I managed to... as a hell of a process I could spend a whole night explaining to you, and I doubt you'd understand more than 15% of it, so I'm not gonna bother. Suffice it to say, I managed to find a way to alchemically treat a mithril blade to fundamentally alter its structure. It's barely a solid anymore. It's barely even matter. Wow. The thing glowed. A pale white. And it was on the surface just a transparent glowing sword. It could pass through damn near anything like a spirit. Impressive. What uh, what happened to it? What, you think I got hands to hold the thing? Hell if I know. Imagine it's still in my brother's dumb clubhouse. Hmm. Nobody understanding how to even use the thing properly or what it's capable of or in a dumpster somewhere where he fenced it for drug money. I don't know. That put... 20 years of my life into making that thing. It's just nice to hear you actually care about something. Sometimes I have a hard time. I'm talking to the sword in, in my hand and it's... Well, some of us don't have daddy there. issues to center our entire life on, so we gotta be proud of our own accomplishments. <clears throat> what else do you want me to say? I... 
I just wanted to ask is all. I found it kind of interesting you care about something. He and it actually kind of gave me an idea. Uh, you've swung a sword. You might not have been good with it, but this psychic connection we have, there might be more to it than... Uh, I don't know. Well, next time we get in combat, I might try something. Maybe if you're there with me, maybe we can do it. He hasn't responded to anything after that. He seems to be done. Okay. Okay. But... You alter this one ID, you've got some... You're trying to figure out what you're going to do with new identities. And eventually, sometime shortly after sundown, before you go to sleep. No guards have showed up, no one's come and kicked the door down to do horrible things to you. Kados is in the corner again, hanging out, doing box stuff. Guard box. Just as you are... Falling asleep. You are awakened. I'd imagine you barricade the front door still. That was a thing you did before. I figure you'd probably still do that. You are awakened by a pounding on the door. <laughs> Jimmy's immediate response is, ah, uh, hello? <clears throat> Time. I guess I'll try and stealth. I, I put some boxes over in the corner for Dara to go behind him. You all take up positions, but nobody heads to the door. You hear it again. <laughs> I'm going to turn invisible, because that's the thing I can do for a minute. Because <laughs> that's the thing I can do. I like your reasoning. Continue. <laughs> And I'm going to head towards the door. I'm you ready for who's inside that door. Head, move the bar. You have barricading the door to the abandoned bathhouse. Are there any holes? Because I know I like Jerry rigged this door up. Not like big like holes, a, but like a gap. There might be like a slight gap at the bottom of the door, probably. I mean, it's not airtight. There are gaps. I'm gonna put my uh, my mouth up to the hole like this, and I'm gonna say into it. I painted this stuff. Open it. <laughs> no. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna start it. But like, I'll be like, "Imon Bujarath in disguise. Be ready." And you open the door open to the what door. appears to be a very injured and exhausted Nell Stalwart in damp, heavy workers' clothes and with nothing else. Oh, so Invisible Force is just gonna just reach out, grab Nell, and pull me inside. Get in no here! No resistance, not enough strength to resist. Get in here! And then I'll I'll just close the door. slap yeah. him in the... Yeah, somebody else close the door and just Invisible slap to your head. And then just start pouring healing magic oh, into yeah, you. Yeah, just start... Filling in with your assorted healing spells. You have a bunch. You haven't used any spells mm -hmm. today. And while you heal him up, and what you can see of his exposed skin, the small cuts and surprisingly deep scrapes and gouges across his flesh, nip closed and heal, he only looks a little better. He still looks like death. 
And you can tell, even just from pulling him in, he is incredibly weak. Not even just for now, like... I guess he's still a little stronger than your average person, but he's, he's pretty weak. How do we know it's Nell? Anyone Who else aspect? knows that these were painted? Who was... Who tended Bar and Marat at that place? What? If I was a mind reader, I would know the answer. He's right, girl. This is kind of a dumb test. We know Rakshasa can read thoughts. Literally everybody's a bad guy, CR, and I must say that out <laughs> to everybody. It just it's kind of hard to believe. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's not a fun story. I can I tell mean... it now, but I would prefer to sleep first. Feel free to watch me, but I just want to sleep. I'm still stealth behind the boxes. This is the only behind the boxes we're doing is Well, I mean. Wonder if K-Dust can tell the difference by like how he smells or something. Yeah, let's you trust like the box. Me to smell him. Sure. Is this the usual tin can guy, or does he smell different? And the box kind of rises up a bit, the lid of it raising up on a gooey pink tentacle, as K-Dust looks out. No. He does not have the metal clothes. Okay. <laughs> this is true. And starts sliding over towards him. And then uh, the lid transforms into a long, kind of wet pseudopod. Almost mm. like a big prehensile tongue coming out of the top of Kadost's crate. And it reaches up and just sort of gently rubs down Nell's face a couple times on the Oh, that's sides. nasty. Oh, boy. I think it is the same smell as friend. And then it goes up and starts licking him a little more. There's <laughs> more down the side of his face a couple of times. But he does not have the metal clothes. Yeah, they probably took him from him. They took everything. You can transform too? Can you be a box? I can only transform the metal. I cannot be a box. Can the metal be a box? And then you would be inside the box. That's basically me. Yes. That that is you. How are you here? I came back. No! No! <laughs> the, the poop box uh, tube. I, I, I told you earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I, I think Nell's story can wait until the morning. He looks. You look awful. Sorry. I look but halfway you do. to bed. 
Yeah. I'm sure Jareth senses He looks like a meat. Fox? No, just no. a meat. Okay. Just a meat. Literally the first time you didn't we, say we box. We don't eat friend meat, though. Meat so. box is where meat is with mm -hmm. the please kind of gesturing a hook shape with that little pseudopod still sticking out the curve metal points for the meats butcher shop I do like meat box there anything pressing now that we should know about immediately as I stand up from behind the boxes I'm gonna die in three days. Oh! What? Okay. You should be worried about I the next ten minutes. Might, <laughs> you might have wanted to lead with that one. I'm sure we can fix it. I don't. Not know. that bad off. No, the the monk. Apparently, my heart's gonna stop in three days if I don't go visit them. Like a nice visit, or like? A... Like go to them. She helped me get out, sort of but I have to go there. Maybe we don't have to kill monks. Maybe they won't rid of Jareth, too. She seemed impressed that we killed the Rakshasha. Ah. All right, then. We have a plan. Me of my enemy. I, exactly. I don't have a Our, way to get there, though. Uh, we do. We know exactly where they are, actually. All the stuff that Dara and I stole from Jareth's house gives their exact location. Well, that's the best news I've heard all day. Okay. I even stole his glasses. The fact that she's going to let you escape Abadar's Pillar wasn't the best news you'd heard all day? <laughs> I feel like no, that would be no. a higher ranking good news. No, because she said I had to get out. She just said the well was open. That's true. Just like good luck, idiot. Yeah, she <laughs> literally like, said. Yeah, she she kind of said, "Hey, there's this gauntlet you can run through, and if you survive, <laughs> maybe you'll get out. <laughs> if you, if you, survive, if you stay here, you guaranteed die because of me. If you leave, you might drown because of you." Jump through these. That's not good news. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You survived though, by by the sheer two luck. Exact, two consecutive <laughs> exact lethals. You survived. Yes. <sighs> so. Very exhausted, and Skeen said he could tell the story in the morning. Alright, a group of you would probably be more than happy to rest for an evening now that you have the full party back together. Put this wonderful holiday, this fantastic market's door. It's been a great Abadar, Abadar bless Christmas. us, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Abadar bless us. Abadar bless us, everyone. And you go to sleep. And somewhere Joe just had a heart attack. Hoping mm -hmm. that hoping the justice claws maybe will come by and fill your stockings with I don't know, copper pieces or whatever you'd get on Avatar Christmas. And Law textbooks. Law textbooks. Definitely not free money. Oh no, he would give you he would give you snippets of paragraphs. Yeah, the guide what is it? The guide of walls and ditches, Avatar's holy book, you just get like Little blurbs and stories. Oh, only that. walls. <laughs> you get Terrible. only walls. Somebody else get only ditches. <laughs> That's how <laughs> cities are born. <laughs> it's like vacation Bible school where you have to go say your favorite verse. 
So it's like Abadar, you have to go and say your favorite well or ditches first. <laughs> anyway. In front of the class. Anyway. You awaken. Best you mood awaken we've been in in days. The next morning in the best state you've been in in days. Uh, now you get a point of strength in Conback. Uh, and whoever else has got damage, either stat or health-wise, you all, of course, get 11 HP back because you're all level 11 now, and everyone recovers a stat, a point stat, and all their damaged stats. And awaken the next morning, actually getting to wake up in the morning, not having something horrible happen to you in the night at some point, getting a good rest, and all five of you are together in the safe house. That That's is pretty awesome. spectacular. I was really not expecting such a miracle. <laughs> Everything went great. So Hence awaken, my apprehension. When you awaken in the morning while Baylor and Nori are preparing their spells and everyone is just getting ready for the day in general, Nell recounts what happened to him. Uh, I don't know how in-depth he's going into... Well, knowing uh, now, it's like... The whole shebang. He'd be like, he did all this, and all this torture, and then these things happened, and he stuck this in me and left with it for an hour, and then I was starving, <laughs> so he just ate a sandwich in front of me, and flicked oh, crumbs in my face, cool. and then tried to read my mind, and I still didn't give anything. And then yep. I broke out of another spiller, and it was awesome. <laughs> that sounds like how Nell Brought in a bard who kept playing this really bad music, and I yep. asked him to stop, <laughs> and he wouldn't do it. <laughs> Oh, pro probably the highlight of the entire story would be, and he got nothing out of me for he all didn't. his efforts. He got nothing. He got frustration. Yes. <laughs> he got frustration out of you. Even but, to the uh, end, I will frustrate him. You also were able to tell them a little bit about Abadar's pillar. You didn't see much of it. You saw the inside of the cell. Saw a secret entrance. That's a notable That's thing. You saw a secret entrance. Up to the well, into the courtyard of Abadar's Pillar, and the layout of the inner courtyard in a few of the southern rooms. But after an hour of preparations, everyone's spells are ready, everyone's washed and had their breakfast. You've all been caught up to speed on Nell's adventures, and similarly, you all, I assume, have shared with Nell what you learned from everything you got from Waterhill Manor. So, what happens then, party? Go find some monks. Well, he needs some honor of some sort. Does not so, what does there. what does Tay Amalon's ID say about like occupation and stuff? Uh, she was a teacher, instructor. That's what I thought. Which, speaking of, she I'm was a history teacher. I'm going so I'd probably to... just say professor instructor. Right. I'm going and to I take think that. No, you're good. You can go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take that ID. And you're gonna. Oh. And I'm gonna be Tay Amalon. <sighs> right, because she's dead. So you can use that spell you've been trying to use. <laughs> because we have a pe We have our whole body. You do have. No, I, 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 I can't use the body that's been dead this long, but I just need a likeness, which I have a, like... You have her dead oh, body! No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, I have the photo perfect ID. That's true. Yes, you have a photo perfect ID, and you also have the dead bodies. You absolutely have a likeness, and you can finally cast greater assume appearance. So you can wholly polymorph yourself into Tay Amalon. And I heard her voice when she appeared out of nowhere as a ghost. I can uh, even imitate her voice. <laughs> you're going to scare Pytherius to death, and it's going to be so magical. It's not the Jareth you were hoping the is greater sim appearance on, but it's still a pretty good catch. It'll we'll do for now. It. I can walk around in the city basically fine. Yeah, you can be fairly... Well, all you got to worry about is someone who knew her. But uh, 30 years ago? Eh, it's been a minute. You're, we, you're relatively safe. We and absolutely lost the Nell card. We what? You're... We lost the Nell card because I would have had it on me. Nell oh, didn't yeah. have an ID. You don't have the yeah, so there's Zenobius ID with you, so you don't have Zenobius' papers anymore. That is Not true. Like it would have helped much. Well, by my count. If he's going to turn to Tay Amalon, you have the healer, you have the halfling, you have the farmer, one off on IDs. You have four uncompromised identities. But we can get around town and potentially rearm him, get ready for whatever we're doing next. It's true. You can actually go into town and prepare with your new disguises. So let me just run through again who's doing what. Who is we taking could. which disguise? I, I can be the halfling baker because I can actually be a halfling. Yeah, so you can do that. And, and change my sex and do all the stuff. Yeah, turning into his. I mean, yeah, you're, you're going to get the huge bonuses from assuming appearance. Uh, or disguise self. Does disguise oh. self alter self? Alter self. Does alter self alter remove self. the penalty for changing races or size categories, or just give you a huge bonus that offsets it pretty well? I pretty. I think it. Uh, I'll have to relook, but I'm pretty sure we it removed it when I turned into a okay. elf. Because that time. one's actually a transformation too. So I, I think it, mm -hmm. you actually don't take the penalties. So I think you're good mm -hmm. there. And Dar is still the farmer, and then Sidicadonia well, you're going to be. If if Nell needs to go into town to get armor, maybe he should take the disguise as the farmer, and I can stay here. Um, since he actually needs the armor, and I do not need to do anything of great importance. Yeah, but the whole reason the farmer disguise works for you, because you're already dark-skinned. But he can also disguise well enough. I mean, We don't have that. any of the disguise kit left. Well, it's we don't that need, or he doesn't go, or he well, just We don't need to go. bring him to get him armor. Like, it, like I, a just general medium large. Yeah, it, well, armor is not like form fitted to your body. There's a whole bunch of straps and the harnesses inside the full plate that attach it to you. Full uh, plate specifically. Yeah, but also is. buying full plate would be super suspicious, and I would think we would get you something lighter for now that will do for now. Get like until a breastplate we... or something. 
Well, if a farmer was going into and heard all the things that were going on in the city and wanted to, I don't know, start in the military, maybe he needed a full plate. We could be really cheeky. How cheeky is that? Jareth can't be everywhere all at once. All of my stuff would likely still be in his house. We still need to get you at least semi-outfitted before assaulting his house. <laughs> well, let's... Whatever you guys think. I say light or light and suspicious outfitting. Go deal with the monks so that he doesn't die, and then maybe... Not two full days before... He's fine. He's, gonna... He's not going to die for two more days. <laughs> I mean... Well, did, did, sure. did she say within three days or in three days? In three days. 72 hours. Um, yeah, we probably might want to get to stepping on that, being that that was a little bit ago. Well, that's what I was just saying. If she... If, if maybe they can be swayed against Jareth. <laughs> maybe it's another trap. Or maybe they'd be super happy that we already killed him. Just think about it. You let throw us a party. Go to catch the rests of the fish. Based on how the monk was talking, I think we could rely on assistance from them. It's a group of monks that are the anti-monk, biggest anti-monk thing I've ever seen in my life. And they don't like Jareth. Nobody likes Jareth. <laughs> yes, yeah, but we but killed he's... all of the obstacles between Jareth and them. But how well can we rely on someone who we do not know? These people have had use for Jareth. It does not mean... If I don't they... necessarily think they have use for him. I think he has use for them. And if, like Nell said, that they want to make sure that uh, none of their dealings or whatever are uncovered and no that we have that information now because Jareth doesn't have it and he's upset about it. They see their key to freedom to getting out from under Jareth's thumb. It's just like uh, Anori said, the enemy of the enemy is my friend. So... If that's the way it is, yeah, that's great, but <laughs> it's putting a lot of faith in that theory. I mean, no, it doesn't sound like anybody wants to be under Jair's thumb. I mean, the Rakshasha is different. They're blood. It's it's different there. But these these people. So either, but either way, how would do? So we want to get armor for Nell. So yeah, I don't think it would be a horrible penalty for him to go to town as the farmer. Uh, well, if we want, saying... I can go to town as him either. It's not a big deal, but we can go shopping, get armor, and then come back. Yep. I don't see why not. Just a question of what all are we going to try to get for him. The farmer is old. So he's taking race change and the age category penalty twice. I would also be because... You would also be taking the age category twice. Well, and um, the race change, we had decided that because I'm far enough away, I'm more like... Oh, yeah, I get, yeah, it is actually pretty much the same for both of you. Yeah. Because I think we had already discussed it. Because at the beginning, it was we were gonna hand wave it. Minus two then... for race, minus 
two for middle age and a minus two for old. So e both either of you would take a minus six, disguising yourself as yeah, Carl because so he's like sixty-five. Do yeah. I need to disguise myself? The problem is if you get stopped with no papers at all. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, they already know that I'm in the city, so if I get stopped with no papers at all, for one, it's a slap in Jared's face because he's going to hear about it. For two, we just leave. I mean, I feel like it'd be easier just for those of us who have disguises to go, and I think that's the best idea. Yeah, I'm all for just staying here. I don't know why yeah. you guys want me to go. Yeah, I don't want you to go. Actually, I would buy love armor. for you to stay here. Anyone can buy a piece of armor. Yeah, and I'm going to go do that. We'll go buy him a piece of armor. We can say it's for armor, a shield, and a sword. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah, armor, shield, and a sword. They're joining the military. Gifts. Yeah, this it's is Mar this is Zemar. Those are those are not purchases they're gonna raise eyebrows at all. Uh, yeah. and like a breastplate. And it's plate. market day. Well, like, yesterday was market day. But, uh, yeah, but people still celebrate. Like, yeah, I mean, buying gifts. going out to I buy a breastplate. I forgot to get my friend a present for market day. How could I have done this that? This is absolutely a city full of people who would buy new long swords and heater shields because they enjoy the having them. So, I mean, going out and buying like a breastplate, a long sword, and a kite shield is not going to raise literally any amount of suspicion there. You have no problems with that at all. Mm -hmm. So, the group of you going to town, are you trying to. Uh, what exactly are you trying to buy? Breastplate, long sword, heavy steel shield? that what you want now? Yeah. Because we'd Master be work. asking you. You can get masterworks fairly easily. Magicals where it starts getting a little iffy. I wouldn't need masterwork. Okay. We're going to get mon just mundane stuff just to have. And I mean, that's like not even a flake of you know, the I'd, party's resources. I'd prefer you to have masterwork on the sword at least. It'd also be the easiest to get for sure. Because the masterwork longsword would be quite common. There would be many competing blacksmiths throughout the Anvil District. Masterworks all. You can't go wrong. Very after their particular masterworks would be would be better. No, that's it. All right. So in your sort of disguises, you can acquire those three items fairly easily. And let us, as an added bonus, do a thing we have not done in some time. The five of you, in whatever facet in your new disguises, still have an uncompromised safe house and still have operations going on here in Zemar. You're still working towards a goal. And your name, after the last few events, is going to become fairly well-known, even Zimari, your actual names. We need a persona phase. Oh, goodness. So, this one's a little awkward. It doesn't have to be something you're actually out doing, uh, like in your disguise or in your person, but you have enough followers at this point that even in the city of Zemar, given the weeks you've been here, you can make contact with some people that you can rely on. Some of your followers who are you are confident or loyal to you that you can still meet with in secret. You can still do your lecturing or whatever if that's what you so choose. Uh, otherwise, it can just be more of 
how your legend and fame has been growing at the behest of your followers outside of Zemoir, throughout Taldor. Let's start with Baylor. I also remind you guys that there are a little suite of Zemar specific operations. Uh, one of which, Genius Boy, is having your followers spread rumors and alibis around about your fake uh, your fake ID identities, and it directly lowers Zemar's general suspicion towards your identities perhaps far enough to bring them to being usable again uh if it's just a forgettable face on a wanted poster that no one's looked at in weeks and everyone's really heard that was kind of a political thing anyway you don't have a huge problem anymore what do you want to do and with me already being at 10, can't I do a genius operation and also do let something me, else? It's, I think this is one of the first ones you've had since you hit 10. Uh, let me, I think this is the this first one I've had since I hit 10. 10. Yeah, let me double check exactly what that gave you. Let me hop back over to uh, book two because these rules were for... It's a War for the Crown specific rule set. These are their new neat little fame things so with a 10 master of operations yeah you can perform a genius operation in addition to having a normal persona phase it no longer costs your face to perform a genius operation so, i would like to do that thing you were talking about that as... sounds like a pretty good idea <laughs> so you immediately at this point you have such a large base of followers it is fairly easy uh, for you to even have subordinates commanding groups of them working throughout Taldor and even in Zemar, trying to deflect and sow beneficial rumors about the identities you lost to being compromised on Melon So how many agents do you want to devote to this? Uh, as many as I can, because I'm yeah. going to... You have 20 genius agents, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They want to devote the genius squad, the 20 smart boys, to go out and do this operation. So roll me a d20 plus 20. And this isn't inherently risky. They'll be fine. I mean, even if it was risky, it's the least risky possible doing it like this. Oh, it doesn't even have 20. Oh, it went up and came back down. Oh, man. 14 on the die, though. So 34. So 34. So 15. Beat it by 5 at 20, 25, 30. Beat it by 15. I mean, you sent you sent 20 geniuses. 20 reliable geniuses out into Zemar who are as loyal to you as most of Zemar is to Pytharius, doing their best to bring those identities back into the light. You can't make the faces... Well, you can definitely remove the wanted posters... You can't remove them from Jareth or Pytharius or any of the Elite Guards' minds, really. But over the coming week, the fervor they try to whip the city into is going to all but fizzle as everyone learns the true story that this was just an old rival. The Spymaster Jareth was trying to sweep under the rug and honestly almost turn it back around to him. Reducing your suspicion in Zemar to nearly nothing 
over the next week. They got a lot of other bigger things, like the entire country of Kadira to worry about. Yeah, and Psychopop showing up and in the middle of the street. Psychopop showing up in the middle of the street. Somebody successfully broke out of Abadar like Killer. A minute and six seconds, and then disappearing. Somehow. What do you want to do with your phase? I'm ha I want to raise my sagacity. I'm having trouble coming up with something. All right. Well, the default ones for sagacity, the normal ones, are to uh, have some of your men out in Apar, or possibly even Casimir, where you're from, actually trying to push legis legislation through the city's senate. That sounds perfect for you and sagacity for sagacity. And give lecture is genius or sagacity. So you can just keep on giving lectures. But wiser I, I, lectures. I like I like I like the legislation. Alright. So uh recommended skill here is sense motive or freaking linguistics, so no, only a well, linguistics my, check, really. My, my sense motive's an eight. I don't know if... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> What's your linguistics? 39 or something like that? It's What's your sagacity oh, going to? Three. Shut up. You go to four sagacity. Don't stop rolling dice. You go to four sagacity. <laughs> 35. Is that enough you to You go to four to sagacity. <laughs> or, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's going to three, I think. Well, Hold you on. definitely go to three sagacity. <laughs> And uh, that gives you the once per phase uh, plus two. You can pull to a bonus for sagacity. It's perception or sense motive. No! As he is working to let you use Zenobius again, what are you or your followers doing in the meantime? You're at 10 heroism, right? Yep. So you can also do a heroism operation for free. Make a safe house. Was that one of them? I haven't read the advanced ones, actually. We could really use one of those. Safe haven! Your agents find you a quiet place to rest in safe anonymity. Anyone trying to locate you must first succeed at a diplomacy or survival check opposed by your operation check. Holy crap. So you use your agents. You you can just have them secure the bathhouse. So yep. uh, any like they, they don't have any leads now, but anyone trying to track you down, you won't roll the operations check now, but they'll have to beat your operations check on a diplomacy or a, a survival to even... I, I'm rolling a d20 plus 20. Are you going to put all 20 heroes? Your whole squad is in here just... You're they are here. just <laughs> wandering around the city making sure people so purposely avoid this area. You'll roll that when it comes time. But what do you want to do with your, uh, with the, your actual phase? We're going to raise It can charm. be another operation also. You can literally do two of them. Not if I use all well, I guess you used all 20 agents. Yeah, never mind. They have yeah. to be the D20 plus 20 to find you guys. This is what yeah. we needed. I'm going to use charm. We're raising it from two to three. Okay. Uh, just painting and uh, playing friendly when I can over the last week where I've been trying to go out and talk to people and, and participate in the community. And you can still, like, with your disguise, distribute your art throughout the city. You could That's still a thing you could work on. Uh, you could tie it back to you, and eventually that'll come out to being tied back to Nell. As your heroic deeds come forth. Uh, so roll me your artistry check. Can I Point, fail it? So I'm at a 19. Going two, three. Yeah. It's a, yeah, the hard one, it fell. 
Oh, that's a 28. So. so it's 15 plus twice the rank you're going to, I'm pretty sure. So it's DC 21. Yeah, so a hard oh, one. Oh, yeah, so I could fail on a hard one. You failed on yep. exactly a hard one. You don't fail. Your charm goes to three, and you can use that once per phase bonus plus two on a bluffer diplomacy check. How about you, Dara? Um, I am just going to try and get my sacrifice up um, to five. Okay, I don't so know if I DC, can actually do that. Like DC 25 check. I mean, I can technically do that. What are you trying to do to get your sec? What are you, what are you going for? Um, so what I'm going to do is uh, not spending my money to... Or not spending my time to tend to the, those most in need of aid. But for the people who are not super into Pytherius, like they may or... They, or maybe if they're kind of um, not like the picture the of Talden. Yeah, if they're not loyal, yeah. So if they get kind of into trouble and they get beaten up somewhere, uh, maybe my people can kind of try so that the, the underdogs don't get stomped out, okay. I guess. So what are you rolling? Uh, heal? Yeah, heal's the only one that really applies. Yeah, so there is... Believe. Technically the, a chance. Believe in the me that believes in two. It does not happen. <laughs> also still got the negative level too, so uh it's gonna yeah. make it even even harder really. Yeah. It's it's tough for you to raise it. And especially with the comeback from the dead, you're real distracted by this whole divine purpose <laughs> thing. You don't have a whole lot of time to work on the persona side of things. Yeah. Hina. Yes. Um, I guess I'll try to go from an 8 to a 9 on mine. I like this 20 plus 20 stuff. Baylor and Nell are kicking out. Okay. My, so I bring up a 2 a 9 is math 28? No, 33? 33. 33. Would be the DC. It does get pretty hard to get it up there, but you are a bard. <laughs> You do and bard things. I do. I'm at a plus 28 on diplomacy right yeah. now. So up to, uh, with the diplomacy, up to nine, nine. charm. Nell and Baylor both have access to their friends in high places here. And I want to remind you guys, the two of you have this because you... I can make f one athlete or, like, guard or something friendly with me per persona face. And Baylor's is a acquire... Scrolls or arcane casting, or someone to learn spells from, up to seven hundred fifty gold. That's a that's a use. But that's thing. an operation, isn't that it? That is an operation. Yes. Yeah. So Kahina, you have access to this same kind of thing. You can access a uh, spellcaster to assist you with up to seven hundred fifty gold worth of divine or bard spellcasting services, uh, which means. You can use your network. You have met someone. Someone is in your your followers who is not having to go up to the House of Avadar and Zimar if you guys need lesser restorations and stuff. But it does take you an operation to do. Yeah. And... This one is interesting because the Divine One specifically is if you... Uh, you'd have to get the diamond. You'd have to have a diamond. Y your divine follower or can arrange... Or synthesize one. 
can arrange to have you brought back via Raise Dead if you died Ooh. to something that Raise Dead could bring you back from, Perhaps. if you can get them the diamond. So from the grave, if your body's somewhere they can get, you can make an operations check to have your allies bring you back. That's awesome. <laughs> I... The Divine awesome. One's pretty neat, because it has that extra thing in there. Inori, you haven't had a great time with Persona Faces. No, never. You and Dara haven't been doing great here. I was just uh, earlier, I think last time, we were like, do we, can we just skip our phases? <laughs> can I pass? <laughs> I, once again, would like to try to raise my subterfuge. Okay. Uh, and again, arrange a secret <laughs> meeting. And I want to try either criminals or or maybe people that aren't wholeheartedly sold on the whole rah rah zmar thing maybe Loyalists. looking for change yeah we're looking for like the rebels okay I, right, maybe right that's what i'm looking to trying to start the zmar insurrection here yes I'm, yeah well that's exactly subterfuge all right what are you trying to go up to six subterfuge so going up to six you're trying to do a dc 27 check okay and associated with uh, disguise, it says for secret. Well, you can use disguise. You can use underground for lore underground. Fucking, it's perfectly for this. So I mean, you can. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, lore yeah. underground, dude. I mean, I'm, that's I'm fast. not here to to say the lore underground will literally never be applicable. I'm trying to give you opportunities <laughs> to use the skill. Bang, and that's a thirty-one. He did it. He I did, did it. the thing. Yes. He's six subterfuge. Advanced operations. Advanced operations. You get access to the advanced subterfuge operations now, which include attempting to poison an NPC of your choice, which is an operations check that's harder the higher their CR is and they yeah. still get the save but they're exposed to it on a success of a poison that you can provide or the ability <laughs> there with me <laughs> there oh. with me is the subterfuge advanced <gasps> operation yeah. also, you got the fun ones nice. uh, Akina has that one too because it's also yeah. a charm operation hmm. but the, uh, the poison one is subterfuge only which is iffy because it's harder based on their CR. They still, you have to provide the poison. And if you fail, all your followers kind of <laughs> disappear. All the ones that are involved in the mission sort of just get disappeared off to the basement of Avatar's Pillars somewhere. But there is an operation to try to recover your followers as well. Yeah, I saw that one in there. So, things? It, it took a minute. We have re-established our foothold. <laughs> we are back. We're, we're back in Zemar. We're in a place. We've come back. We now have our agents securing and ensuring the safety of this bathhouse, actively working against Jarrett's network, which you obliterated for the most part in Waterhill Manor, and swinging the public eye of Zemar away from your compromised identities, bringing them back to be largely, honestly, safe to use again. And you have a foothold. We, you only had to survive like four sessions of everyone basically dies every Monday. <laughs> but we're here 
situated solidly in the city of Zemire. Early in the afternoon, after a quick trip out into the Anvil District to purchase some armor and weapons, whoever went out would return. And they would have a mundane breastplate and kite shield. And you said you wanted a masterwork longsword. For I'm no. getting him a masterwork longsword, whether he wants it masterwork so or not. You get a, <laughs> you get a masterwork longsword and a standard breastplate and heavy steel shield to use. So, and I've already factored those in. Yes, you have equipment again. Uh, other than My this. AC's not 12. Yeah, hooray! Your AC's not 12. So, that's a good rally, party. That was a good rally. And I'm really tempted to just end the episode here and let you guys have a happy ending for once. Nope. D does Nell get a day of rest while we don't let him leave? Well, that's what I'm asking. What are you more. guys doing next? Are we day of heading rest. Heading to the monastery or are we taking time to rest? Because it's not a horrible idea to take some time. I would yeah. appreciate taking time to heal Nell. So as you, you spend the day trying your hardest to prevent the absolute hell of the last few days from happening again. Uh, securing your identities and your safe house. And making as sure as you can that Jareth is going to have a damn difficult time driving you out of ZMR again. And the day passes safely, largely without incident, and onward to the weekend. Does that count as... Uh... Another rest if I spend the day purposely. Yes, that's the that thing you can do. You can spend the day resting, and you basically rest twice. Okay, okay. So you would get two points of strength and constitution damage back. And then one more for that night. Yeah, two total. One for the day, one for the night. Yeah. So I'm at minus two now. Much better. One minus, you see, you got an actual minus one on your rolls. Yeah. Much better. The next morning, I feel less like I was flayed alive. <sighs> a weekend, Nell is looking much better. He has some equipment. And you still have looming over your head. It's now been... This will be the second day since he met with a strange monk in Abadar's Pillar. And you swear, if you focus, you can still feel something just beating wrong in your chest. What's today's plan, friendos? Let's go take care of my arrhythmia. I'm, yeah. Sounds it's like time a plan. to go deal with some monks. We do also have a little bit of access to lesser restoration if you want to be fully fit before we go. If we have it, that would be nice. Do you? Did you bring potions back with you? I have a couple scrolls. Oh, okay, fair enough. That I can't fail to check to activate. Yeah, Mister, like it's on your combat pane. I am pretty sure, actually. I I believe you gave me, like, yeah, twenty nine use magic device. It's literally on your combat panel. It's so freaking high that it got onto there. Uh, uh, Forty, I believe, is the highest a DC can be on that. So you need an eleven to cast Wish out of a scroll. So you would be able to easily pull such simple divine magic out of a scroll and what do you want to restore to him? What are you, what are you looking for? D4 strength or D4 con or both? We've got three scrolls. I'm willing to use two of them and 
get you back. Well, I guess let me roll 2d4s. So first one strength, second one con. Well, I'm just going to roll this one for strength. So strength, good. Con. Con. Good. Perfectly fine. Three and a four. So with two castings of Lesser Restoration, uh, you are largely recovered, at least physically, from the torture at the hands of Mylon Jarrett. Mentally, I held it up. Mentally, I stood to the torture. You you did good. You did good there. So we're going to head off down into the Undercity once more through our nice little entrance that we have here in the abandoned bathhouse, our new safe house. Where 20 men and women are working their hardest to secure this and turn away any inquiries or cover up any leads. So I guess all that leaves us to do is roll a d100. I want it. No. No, 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 no. no. I want it. I think Baylor should roll it. I have been super lucky all day. How about I roll it? You're all rolling trash. You're going to roll a hard one. (laughs) No. Who's... You want to roll it in order? Who wants to roll it? Do it now! Something you want to step up to the place and play it, <laughs> 75. Hey! 75. 75 is pretty lucky. 75 is okay. a pretty good roll on the luck die, I'd say. Good. And with that... The luck shall never falter. You would be able to make your way towards the, uh, towards the underground monastery. Now you're going to be coming in. Are you even bothering to disguise? No. No, so not now. Really they a... know we're I, coming. I've yeah. disguised for the next ten days. Well, shut up. There, you're really not... gonna. Yeah, there's not really, I guess, a point to mostly disguising on this particular adventure here, because you're well, you're moving purely through the Undercity, and this one is largely through the sewers as well, as you make your way. To the locations that you found in Waterhill Manor. And I can't just keep leaving you guys off on the worst possible night, uh, possible, worst possible note. Today, admittedly, has gone relatively well. So, comrades. There were some clenchers. There were several, several clenchers. I have never been as stressed during a Pathfinder session as today. Huh. How do you element? That was exactly where I belong. In through the sewers. To the entrances of the monastery. According to the papers that you have recovered from Waterhill Manor and Jarrett's estate, it has two entrances. One is right here in front of you. And what was originally an abandoned cistern, uh, much like where Golris lives, with a small, rough five-foot pipe full of filth spewing out, guarded by something called Squelch. No real further words on what Squelch is exactly. But further along, there is a second entrance that leads into the meditation pools. And I suppose, as you make your way for once through the sewers, without injury, without incident, for once, I guess it's enough of a cliffhanger to leave us on what what's going to happen as we head into the monastery here. I guess you guys are allowed to win one sometimes. 
I guess. That, I gotta say, is a hell of a turnaround, though, my dudes. He came into this session with Dara dying, Nell in unconscious in prison.